Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Blame It on the Boogie podcast. What's up, what's up, what's up? We just three brothers here to talk to you about a little thing we call sports. With that, we're going to start with our roll call. What's your name? What's your sign? Starting with my boy at the top right, we got Antoine. D-O-O-Z-E Williams from Florissant, Missouri. We got Dorian D. Almighty Brown, the Wonder Mouse from Richmond, California. And you got me, Rod D, right here from the Detroit, Michigan. But you know, always know it ain't where we at. It's about where we from. And we from the boogie. He got it right this time. Yeah, I got it right this time. I've been practicing. Been practicing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> fellas, fellas, fellas. Uh been we missed a, missed a week, so we back at it. Um back trying at it to, again. Trying to get it on out there, put our stuff out there so y'all can enjoy it. Speaking of which, while you're at it, press that like button, press that subscribe button, subscribe, follow button, send dudes the money, and as always. If you uh, want to get in contact with us, you can email us here. Bam. Push the button. There you go. BoogieBlaming at gmail.com. I still hate that. That's okay, though. <laughs> That's what it is. And if you want to uh, get some news from us, go to our website, BIOTBpodcast.com. Um, and if you want to watch us, which you're probably already doing right now, um, you can watch us on YouTube. Look for at from the boogie, or you can go to any place where you can find your podcast. Uh, Apple Music, uh, Spotify, all the places that have podcasts. You can go there and find us. Just search for "Blame It on the Boogie" podcast, and you'll find us. We everywhere. We everywhere. We out right. here. We 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 making moves, y'all. We making moves. I didn't do no, it. Don't do that. Don't do we that. Make moves. We make moves. We popping and shaking. Popping and shaking. <laughs> did you just see that? You didn't see that move. You don't need to see all that. I don't want to see you. I don't want to see that move. I was popping and shaking. He's twisting and snapping his face. Popping and shaking, bro. Popping and shaking. Don't do that. No more. You are, yeah, don't do that. You are prohibited. We're going to get Hey, we're going to get we're gonna, gonna get a bunch of new uh subscribers. The popping and shakers, man. The popping and shakers. Well, <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's one way to look at it. Uh hey, as long as you sports <laughs> man, I don't care. Uh speaking of which, let's get into these sports, man. Let's get into these sports. Uh congratulations to my Knicks for finally winning the game after that, after we made our trade during the trade deadline. We ain't won Jack since. Um so that game just went off. So congrats Ooh, they beat to the Sixers, the Sixers with no Embiid. That's okay. I don't care. They, they have no. They have no. I saw, I saw no earlier. Uh, watching earlier, they talking about trying to bring him back. I think he's been practicing or something. Oh, okay, okay. Well, we will get to the NBA in a minute. Um, we want to start off by uh, last week. Last time we were on here, Caitlin Clark was going for the record, and this time, guess what? Said it. Said it again. Caitlin Clark. <laughs> <laughs> That was my Bobby from uh, Brady Bunch moment. 
I'm still going through puberty. <laughs> yeah, 60 years later. Hey, ain't no rule how long puberty lasts. Anyway, uh, congrats to Caitlin Clark. She is now the all-time, uh, I'm about to say winning this person. She's the all-time uh, scoring leader for NCAA women's uh, basketball. And at the time, uh, well, I think she's only 90 behind uh, Pistol Pete for the all-time NCAA uh, record, period. Because the tournament uh, counts, so she'll get that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, she, she got a – they still got about four or five games left, don't they? In the season. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. She'll get, she'll, she'll get that, no problem. Yeah, let me let me uh where, where is she? Uh she, she was 90 back eight days ago. And I don't know if she's played since. But hey, Caitlin is a straight, straight baller. Straight baller. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um there's no question about that. Can't wait until she gets to the WNBA. Um oh, it yeah. goes against you know the best competition. Yeah, I'm definitely so, looking forward to that. I mean, she she's lighting up the college ranks. Yeah, she's killing it. She's killing it. But the problem is, <laughs> her team, although they're ranked very high, where are they ranked right now? Uh, I want to say like eight. Uh, actually, they might be higher than that. Where are they? Um, yeah, this is real time. We do all this real time. Right. right. Uh, they are fourth. They're fourth. Yeah, it's uh, South Carolina, Ohio State, Stanford, Iowa, Texas, NC State, USC, Virginia Tech, Oregon State, Kansas State, Colorado, UCLA, LSU, Indiana, UConn, Gonzaga, Syracuse, Utah, Notre Dame, Louisville, Creighton, West Virginia, Oklahoma, Baylor, and Princeton. You the whole top 25? <laughs> yep, that's the whole top 25. All right, so they're fourth, 23 and three, um, 11 and one at home, and uh, seven and two on the road. But if you, their, te- their team, look, if you're looking forward, looking towards the, the tournament, their, their team kind of scares me because, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's a, a double edged sword. You got Caitlin Clark, so you always in the game, period. But sometimes they defer way too much to Caitlin, and other players oh, just yeah. stand there and look and look at her, wait for her to do something. And when you get against those good players, that's what happened last year when they played against um, who's that LSU when they lost. Mm-hmm. They were just sitting waiting for Caitlin to, to to bail them out to win the game. And you no, know, for the most part, you no, know, ninety percent of the time she can she, can <laughs> she does. Her, she can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you get those those tough teams, like if she run across the South Carolina, South Carolina ain't gonna let, ain't let that happen. You can't you can't just have one player uh, dominate South Carolina. Don't oh, yeah, especially when the uh, yeah when the uh, opposing team uh, you know game plans you mm-hmm. know to stop Caitlin, and that's if she's their primary focus. You know, like we always say, you could you could make a game plan for one game. So somebody definitely has to step up for that team. But mm-hmm. but the thing though, but. Okay, we say that, yet they made it all the way to the final game last year. Yeah, they did. 
Was so, yeah, it was a final game. Yeah, right. they lost in the national championship game. That was when Andy Reid mm-hmm. was doing the ring thing. So, I, I mean, uh, I forgot the, the center's name. Uh, forgot what the young woman's name is. But they kept talking about how in the tournament, uh, they kept keeping track of her dribbles. Mm-hmm. She never mm-hmm. dribbled, but she was averaging like 16 points a game. Just catching the shoot. Just catching, mm-hmm. but, well, no, she plays down low. So you can't even really say it was like catch and shoot three. She was down low and she just mm-hmm. up and under and she was killing them. But she mm-hmm. she was never putting the ball on the floor. So I don't know. But uh, when you my my opinion, when you're so reliant on one person, you know, it, it's kind of stressful to to have to, you know, she's a great player, so it happens. But it kind of reminds me of, you know, my boy Larry Bird, you know, the Indiana mm-hmm. State, uh Michigan State game. And like he was saying, yep. you know, he he was under pressure because, you know, Michigan State had that great squad with uh, Magic and Greg Kessler. You know, they had a great all-around squad. And he was the star of that team. You know, he was the primary star, the only star pretty much. And so he knew going in that, hey, I got to get 30 points or we're going to lose. And came out and he had a bad scoring game and they lost. <laughs> so it just puts, you know, that additional pressure on her. But, you know, great players, they do rise to, to the occasion, but, you know. Right. Well, yeah. No, no, no. I get it. Oh yeah. But like, like I said, at the end of the day, you got Caitlin. You you always in it. You always in it. Oh yeah. Um. So congrats to her. Uh, job well done. But she's not done. She's she, she's gonna um pass. Like I said, at thirty, she's averaging thirty two a game. I think it is. Mm-hmm. So within three games, she'll have a uh, pistol Pete, and have an all time scoring record. So, uh, the 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 question came out on one of the Talking Head shows uh, about how, how would she, how do you think she'll do in the um, WNBA? Because she, she just won't make as much money. <laughs> yeah. But do, you, think a, she, do you think she's gonna kill him? Yeah, I think so. I went to college. Who mm-hmm. who? Okay. Who gonna guard her? Yeah, that's true. That's a good question. I think she'll do great in the uh, WNBA. I think you know initially uh, you have the uh, the other players, you know, that's kind of jealous of her, uh, you know, popularity and her fame or whatever. So you know they're gonna initially, you know, try to gang up on her to you know Mm -hmm. try to contain her to keep her, uh, you know, scoring and you know points down. But uh, I think she's so great, she'll rise above it. And then, you know, her teammates are going to be even greater in the WNBA. So that's going to even help her, you know, to, to be open even more than what she is now. I, I can't think of anybody in the WNBA that will, will flat out stop her. She's mm-hmm. going to be able to do the same things in the WNBA. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. she does in college, and the offense is more free flowing in the WNBA, so you know it's not as so she won't be, um, you know, I mean, she'll have that opening to do what she wants to do. It's well, more free flowing offense is what I'm yeah, it, yeah, it, it opens up like the yeah. like the NBA tried to, you know, they want to open up the WNBA the same way that the NBA opened up, but mm-hmm. it's harder because, as I was saying before, you know, before we got on that 
the WNBA style is still really the old NBA style. They still they still very reliant. They're trying to get away from it. Mm-hmm. But it's still pretty much, you know, throw it down into the low post. If you think about um uh, uh what's her name from uh Boston. Uh-uh, from uh Asia Asia Wilson. WNBA MVP, I don't know how many times. She's a post player. Mm-hmm. You know, she come out, she might shoot you from, you know, she might shoot a few shots from, from 15 or whatever, but she's not out there shooting threes. She's not taking the ball at the, at the top of the key off the dribble and, and doing all that kind of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. we can think about Aaliyah Boston from, from Indiana mm-hmm. that came in from South Carolina. Low post player. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you have very few uh Diana Tarazi's you got um uh uh I mean even Candace Parker really for the most part played played down low mm, down low uh, she could play out out top if she wanted to but she's six four mm-hmm. so they had her playing down low you have a uh, uh what's her name Brandy. Uh, huh yeah Brittany well yeah but again mm-hmm. BG's a post player six mm-hmm. seven um uh, uh, I'm trying to think of what's her name from uh from Dallas. Uh uh the guard from Dallas got game. Oh, she got game. Oh man. Um dang it. Uh let me see. Dallas. Uh Arike uh, Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Game, she got game, but there aren't that many of them that have game like her in the NBA, like um Flauge from uh uh from LSU, or like um uh the young lady from uh from, from, from USC South, from South Carolina who is just cold. Um uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um man. Yeah. That young lady got so much game. Oh my god! <laughs> no, no, Juju, Juju, Juju be balling now. South Carolina, uh, USC. Yeah, I sent yeah, a girl yeah. from uh, South Carolina. I sent her uh, highlights to my granddaughter all the time. <laughs> but but there but there but at the same time, they're this new generation of WNBA players. Mm-hmm. The the older school, you know, think think of when you start going back and thinking of, thinking of the NBA, the WNBA stars. You know, aside from, you know, you had Cynthia Cooper, you had Cheryl Swoops who were really on the outside. For the most part, they were all played all down low. Uh, Lisa yeah. Leslie. Uh, Tamika uh, Catchings. Tamika uh, Catchings. Uh, 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 what's her name from that went to LSU? Uh, Sylvia. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, ah, Tina Thompson. Uh, uh, Tina Thompson. Uh, but she, Tina Thompson shot some threes, though, later in the career because she played with Swoops and Cooper. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, but I'm trying to think of her name, Sylvia Files. That's who I'm trying to think of. Mm-hmm. You know, Sylvia Files again, low post players. You know, I'm I, who I'm mad is not in the league anymore. Is Maya Moore? That's who got game, man. Yeah, Maya, Moore, game. Maya had a game, man. Maya, Maya had so much game. She but did. anyway, so you 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 seeing the NBA kind of open up, but a lot of the W uh, the WNBA open up, but a lot of the WNBA is still post players. Angel Reese is a is a post player. Um, the one uh, young lady from Stanford, six seven. You know, it's 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 still mm-hmm. in that in that kind of phase. So that makes Caitlin Clark really an anomaly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Brianna Stewart. Forget her. Forget her. 
Yeah, Brianna Stewart. Yeah. Yep, Stewie. So, 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 um, so imagine if she goes to a team with one of those post players. But oh man, man, it'd be so wide open for her. Because she also, yeah, I mean, she's she a great player. Yeah, so we gotta, yeah, yeah that's what that I'm saying. Too. Should we play? Play the, the, you know, the two man game that, uh, you know, the inside out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, and the, who has the? We'd have to see who all is, who all is coming out. But uh, the WNBA draft order, uh, Indiana has the first pick again. Ooh, so, ooh. Clark ooh, there, played with Sylvia Boston. Aaliyah Boston. I'm sorry, Aaliyah Boston. I'm still thinking <laughs> Sylvia Files. I've still got Sylvia Files. <laughs> so, so who who going first? Caitlin or uh Bayou Barbie? Is Angel Reese coming out? She's not a senior. Oh, she's not. I thought she was. Oh, no. I don't think Angel Reese is a senior. I don't think, I think she is. she's a junior. Did she transfer when she was a uh, she transferred from Maryland? As a as a sophomore, right? Or as a junior? I mean as a freshman. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Oh, it says Angel reaches I in the 2024 WNBA draft, but she's not happy that her projection is uh, she's projected to be eight. Okay, well. Again, I still has eligibility, so she still has one more year. Yeah, twenty three. Well, well, what I'm seeing here when I looked it up, just junior. Yeah, says senior, twenty three, twenty four. She's a senior, so senior. But, but I don't. Again, I for me, I can see. Why I mean I mean well let me ask this question is there uh what what she's mad that she's gonna go eighth what mm-hmm. does she what does she think she should be number one mm, I guess I, I guess that's her thought <laughs> I guess she feel like I beat Caitlin so I should be number one I don't know mm-hmm. you know that that's the you no know, everybody everybody feels that they should be uh that they're the best yeah. So I can't and they should. They, they should feel that way, but I can't falter for that. But it's gonna be uh um I, I guess it would depend on who, who has that first pick because with Indy being, having the first pick, I don't see Indy selecting uh Reese not, over over Reece. Clark because they got Boston. Why why yeah, do I got, I got a Leah Boston? Who who was a WNBA all-star? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh so I'm taking Caitlin Clark, and they that's who they got projected to be number one. They got uh Cameron Brink. Projected to be number two. That's who I was talking about from Stanford. Okay. They got, here, this this has Angel Reese going going third. Okay. They uh, got Paige Buckets going six. Yeah, Paige. Yeah, I, I, I love Paige. Says she coming back though. That was this year. She came back this no, year. Wait, because two year two days ago she said she coming back. Okay. Okay, this is not on. Well, we got we about to to move off of uh the NCAA women, and uh, we're gonna talk about a little little uh, NBA basketball, but uh, this is not on script. Um, 
Chet Holgram, uh, Holgren is a mm-hmm. beast, man. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is a so-called beast. This game is all right now, man. He bringing the ball down court, <laughs> taking it through his leg. He doing it all. At what, 7'3"? Yes! I oh, yeah, had seen him play. But, man, oh, yeah. he's a beast. They're playing the Clippers right now, and he's he's dominating the Clippers. He, he kind of reminds me of a Paul Gasol with handles. He's just so super, super, super skinny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh again, this wasn't this wasn't scripted, but no, the, the future with him, <laughs> him and Wimby, man. Uh, man, you can't do nothing with it with, with them at all. <laughs> Offense yeah, or defense. Well, well, it looked like some teams doing something with the Spurs. That's because the Spurs have nothing. <laughs> they, they got nothing, man. They have nothing. But anyway, um, let's let's talk about our topic. Uh-huh. And that the first thing we're going to talk about uh, happens happened up in Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn has relieved Jock Vaughn of his duties and have brought in Kevin Ollie to be there. Well, not brought him in. He was a, he was on the, on the team already. He's, he's become the interim coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, dudes, how do you feel about that, that, uh, that move right there? Oh, that hurts my heart. I, I really like Jock Vaughn. Um, I thought he did a great job with uh you know with uh I'll keep going to say New Jersey with Brooklyn uh when he first got there. You know, uh that was a bubble, I think, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. But you know, back when they had uh D'Angelo Russell and those guys and Dinwiddie and all those guys and um Jared Allen, uh uh-huh. Jock did a great he did a did a great job with them. And then of course, you know, when they uh got Kyrie, Kevin Durant and you know, eventually James Harden slash Ben Simmons. But, yeah, when they got uh, Kyrie and uh, Durant and Harden, you know, and they chose Nash to, you know, run that ship when they got them, you know, I thought that was – I didn't like that because I felt Jock Vaughn deserved that job. He showed what he can do. Mm-hmm. And so when the team finally gets these, you know, uh, these superstars, then they go ahead and give it to a, a brand-new coach. And when I say brand new, I'm talking about spanking brand new. Steve Nash never coached before. When I, yeah, I felt, yeah, exactly. And I felt Jock deserved it, you know. And so, of course, you know, uh, with Durant and uh, Kyrie, they never really, you know, got a chance to jail because they didn't play, you know, due to the, uh, you know, the vaccine, you know, vaccination issue with Kyrie and then, you know, the, ish, uh, the injury issues. And so they never could get their footing and get to going. So it's kind of like, you know, uh, Jock just didn't get a I, – I felt like he didn't get a good shot, you know, as far as, you know, coaching star players. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, he got his opportunity. I felt like he showed that he is a good coach, and hopefully he'll get other opportunities. This is Jock, what, second time being an actual head coach? Not not the interim part. Because mm-hmm. um, he was, what, in uh, Orlando? Uh, I, was, mm-hmm. I was thinking to imagine. Yeah, he's in Orlando for a, a nice period. Um, then he got the job in, in New Jersey in Brooklyn. Um, D, <laughs> uh, the, the 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 question comes up: What what is it that he could have done? Because the team got rid of all the players that he thought he was going to be coaching, and gave him you know 
some NBA players, but that's really all they are. There's no really quote unquote star on that team. They don't even have a point guard right now. Uh, someone to set the team up. So they got I mean, Ben Simmons. <laughs> they always have Ben Simmons <laughs> for another year. He got one more year. Scott, he got one more year. He's done. <laughs> he got one more year at forty something million dollars, and then hey, I don't know what what's going to happen to him. He's but, done. You know, but but what what were they expecting Jock to do with with the roster that the the general manager built? Well, as I've said on a number of occasions, all of these people have unrealistic expectations. They and 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 as we talked about also with Cal Shanahan in in San Francisco, or maybe we didn't talk about it, but. Nobody. I thought you were going to say somebody closer than that. I thought you were going to oh, say no. like Rodney, oh, uh, the Knicks and the Cowboys. Yeah, no, nobody, nobody wants to take, but nobody wants to take responsibility. So the GM is not going to say, oh, I did a horrible job at drafting players. <laughs> He's going to say, you you did a horrible job of coaching them. I, I got you great players, in my opinion. You did a horrible job of coaching them. So let me find somebody else that's going to do a better job of coaching them. That's what that's what's going on here because they haven't given him anything to work with. Mm-mm. Not at all. Yeah. yeah, they bet the form on a uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie and and the Harden situation, and it didn't work out. You know, like so, I said, they had a great young team with uh, D'Angelo Russell, Dimwitty, Jared Allen, and I forgot who else was with them. But man, they had a good thing going. You know, they were building something. Uh-huh. But then they, you know, they went for the quick, for the, for the the fast money with Kyrie and Durant. Yeah, well, yeah, well, well, they thought they thought it was going to work out, but yeah, you know, and of course, I mean, we all would have did the same thing, but right, and it well, but then they also they also were victims of the pandemic too, though. Oh yeah, because you yeah. know that was the big reason why Kyrie was acting a fool. And then it was uh, the victim of you the know. man with the fat suit, right? <laughs> Who they owe. Um, uh, what is it? Three first round draft picks. Well, still they own two more, two more first and two two pick swaps mm-hmm. for trading for Harden. And then uh, the the layup master uh, Ben Simmons <laughs> <laughs> and his back. They made that trade. <laughs> Again, that's what that's that's what I'm saying. So you you do all of this. I'm looking at their roster. The only player on this roster that could be a member of a championship team might be Mikael Bridges. Mikael Bridges. Actually, Claxton is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you, if you watch him, Claxton is pretty good. At what? Six, what Claxton? 6'10"? 6'11", 215. Yeah, he's, 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 he's good. I mean, he's, you know, has a decent shooting touch. He's a great okay. rebounder, a great finisher. He averaging 12 and 10. Uh, but he only weighs like 110 pounds. That's 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 the down. That, that's the issue. <laughs> that's the issue. Um, but you they they banked a lot of money on uh on Cam Johnson. You know, that was Cam Johnson and Mikael Bridges they got from uh the Suns Phoenix. for Kevin Durant. Um Cam Johnson is averaging 13-4, but they're paying him 25 million dollars. <laughs> so uh Mikael Bridges. Uh, let me look at the stats for these brothers. Uh, uh, Miguel Bridges is leading the team in scoring at 21 points a game. Cam Thomas is second 
with 21 points a game, 20.2 points per game. Oh, but, yeah, Cam Thomas can light it up, man, but Cam Thomas is oh, like – uh, he's like Highway 64. Everybody drive on him. Bruh, Cam Thomas. <laughs> yeah, uh, Cam Thomas, man. <laughs> First off, he's, he's never met a shot he did not like. He's Anthony Turner, reincarnated. <laughs> and Shout, out, Shout out to Ant Turner. We love you, big brother. We love you, Ant Turner. Pass the damn ball. He Ant Turner 2.0, man. It's 40 years later, and we still telling you to pass the damn ball. Look, in the words of Ant Turner, I'm trying to get hot. I'm trying to get hot. He always trying to get hot. He's like, Ant, we only going to 12, though. Right. We ain't got long feet to get hot. So, what kills me, man, Anthony take 15 shots, and they gave the 10. Cam, let me give y'all an example. Cam can get you 40 one night, <laughs> come back with eight the next night, come back with 25 the next night, then I got five. So that's that's what Cam gives you. Mm. Oh, then he come back with 33, 30, 33, 35, 38. Oh, yeah. he, he can light it up. I, I watched him play a couple of times. He, he can score. But but when he's not that's on, all they're gonna give you. Right. <laughs> when he's not on, man. The brother averaged 18 shots a game. Yeah. 18 shots a game. But he's only hitting seven. Shooting at 38%. Hey, fair goal attempts is all that matters. Yeah. At shots. <laughs> At the end of the day, somebody got to shoot. So I guess Cam feel, you know. I wish you getting them shots up. I'm, 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 I'm going to get my me? shots in you. <laughs> you say, my, why not me? Right, why not somebody got to shoot it. Somebody got to shoot. Why not me? Got to gotta be me. Um, but then, the, then the, the next thing for this, Jock is out, but Kevin Ollie is in. Kevin Ollie of, uh, what was it, uh, Connecticut? Yeah, Connecticut. Uh, but he played the league. He played with Philly. No, no, no. Yeah. Where, is, where is he coaching? At? Um, he when the Connecticut, he where he won the national championship, he can't have no NCAA violations in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. that's that's fine. Well, nothing, bro. It's so hard right now to get an NCAA violation um, <laughs> because now you can pay everybody. <laughs> yeah. Just, just don't do stupid stuff. Don't do the, the recruiting, you know, doing the, the periods you're not supposed to be recruiting in. But Kevin Ollie proved that he was a good coach in um in he Connecticut. He was good actually <laughs> the, the funny thing is that's Kevin Ollie was the was the coach that um the Pistons GM wanted. But the Pistons owner was like, nah, <laughs> we want we want Monty Williams. And we all see how that's working out right now. If we want to give him seventy million dollars, uh huh. Mm, mm, mm. I was gonna do it for half that, <laughs> but you you went that direction. Look, with the same results, they're gonna have hey, hey, He, could, he couldn't do any worse. He couldn't do any worse. But um, I'm looking forward to seeing Kevin Ollie get his opportunity in the NBA, even though it is an interim. It's an interim period or whatever. Um, interim. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah. Even though it's an interim period. Uh, he, he does have his opportunity right now. His enunciation be off. Shit it up. Shit it up. That's because it's getting late. Um, uh, but Kevin Ollie's getting an opportunity. Another coach that got an opportunity recently mm-hmm. was none other than uh Can we rock? Doc, what's up, Doc? Glenn. 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 
Glenn Doc Rivers. Glenn Doc Rivers is now the, the head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, shout out to Lester and his, his bummy Bucks. But uh, <laughs> Doc came in. When Doc came in, the team was 20 games over 500. Right? Hold on. Let me, let me get to that record. I want, let, me, let me make sure I'm, I'm correct in my saying. Uh, yeah, get it right, hypocrisy. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, I'm being like one of our – oh, here we go. Come on. Give me give me some internet. Give me some You're internet. Right, Celtics. There you go, Celtics. Uh, OKC is killing uh, the Clippers, man. All right. So I can't get to whatever his record was. They were, they were, win- they were winning games. 30 and 13. Are you talking about Adrian Griffin? Yeah, so it was 17 it was over, 13, over 13. Uh, yeah, 13. It was 17 over, over 500. Mm-hmm. And now I know Doc is like, what, two and eight since he took over? <laughs> now he's better than that. I think, no, got to be three and something because I, I remember they were three, three and I remember when it was three and seven. So it got to be three, three and seven. seven. Yep, the last 10 games they've been three, they were three and seven. Okay. They were, what'd you say, 30 and? 30 and 13. 30 and 13. 30 wins, 13 losses. Oh, that's right. Uh, two of the games, Doc wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Well, he, yeah, two of the games, he wasn't there. So, they were, uh, yeah. So, Doc has coached 10 games at three and seven. Um, they're on a two-game losing streak. <laughs> And the thing is, you know, when when um when they fired the coach, the the issue was the defense, and Doc was supposed to come in and you know bring in some new systems and get the defense, you know, better. But they've gotten worse since he's been there. Wait, has the defense gotten worse? The defense has gotten worse since he's mm. been there. They're giving up more points since Doc got there. And he's and the offense is atrocious. <laughs> well, <laughs> at the end of the day, getting um, Dame Lillard instead of Drew Holiday has not worked out for them. It, it just hasn't because now they're giving up 10 more points a game than they did last year, which is just crazy. You got rid of uh, uh, Coach Bud. Uh, last year, because um, you know, I get, I, I really don't know why they got rid of Coach Bud. I, 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 I think don't. the team kind of turned on him. But why? I, I don't, I don't, don't know the reason why they turned on him. They were winning. I, I think it's, you know, it's one of those situations where you kind of, you know, your voice becomes stale in the locker room. I think it was one of more, more, more like that. Uh, I don't, I don't, oh, I don't know. I feel like this. Okay, so I think one, I think people who are trying to, again, uh, talk about Doc or whatever already have these preconceived notions about Doc. Mm -hmm. Again, it's another argument I got into with Rodney. And once Rodney had to, once Rodney actually finally went and looked at the research and looked at the stats, he was like, oh, okay, yeah, you're right. 
right? Because yeah, my, my <laughs> point about Doc was everybody right I, one time in your life. Argue with you know, oh, Doc ain't a good coach. How the dude have been to two NBA finals? Mm-hmm. He's been to three conference finals or four conference finals. Uh oh, well he he lost in the second round. He he gave up three one <laughs> leads. Okay, yeah, but he's also been mm-hmm. to two NBA finals. He's got a he's got a ring. Mm-hmm. He's been to two NBA finals, one one, and he's been to four four whatever conference finals. Who else can say that? Who else are you gonna go get that you gonna say that? But but everybody brings up he lost these uh you know gave up uh, these three one leads. Yeah. And so now all three of a sudden he's a bad coach. No, he's not. But you know what? With Doc, I, I, the, the way I feel about Doc, I feel Doc is a good coach. He's not a great coach. I think a lot of people thought he was a great coach, but I don't think he's a great coach. I think he's a good coach. And uh, what kind of amazes me is it's like his players aren't aren't that fond to him. If you go back and like look at his former players, I mean, you got you know Pearson, you know Pearson Garnett, you know the guys that won the championship. Those main guys, you know, they were they were cool with him, Pierce Garnett. But you know, it's like everybody else is not fond of him. Even you know, the Clipper squad, that you know, that squad, the, the old Celtics. Uh, you know, I don't know what you know. You never know what goes on in the locker room or whatever, and you know what kind of personal quirks is going on. But mm-hmm. you know that it, it kind of, I don't know. It seems like when you have a, a team with a winning coach. You know, a lot of players are fond of that winning coach, but uh, it seems like a lot of them have a lot of hatred toward him. I, you know, I'm still, I'm still on this thing about a lot of these folks that have coming out that have come out and said stuff about Doc. Now, mm-hmm. it, it's 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 clout chasing. Mm-hmm. It's it's conflict oh, yeah. TV. All, all of these well, people well, all with an agenda well, they got podcasts yeah. that they're doing oh yeah but now got- also to that point d a, a lot of these people were saying stuff like i mean if you go back and look at old you know youtube clip they were saying stuff like um well kenya martin you know he he, he hates everybody so can't really <laughs> kenya martin uh uh baby davis uh you know some of the celtics you know those clippers and but at the same time, a lot of them have axe to grind because maybe, you know, they weren't getting a playing time or they would, you know, mm-hmm. they weren't getting shine. But the J.J. Reddick thing, that really surprised me. I was like, what? Looks like, where's all that coming from? But like you said, you never know what happens in the locker room yeah. and, then, and what's behind it all. And, and well, you know, I, he's a dookie, you know, mm-hmm. so, I, you know, so <laughs> I, I, I'm fairly fond of J.J. Reddick. But mm-hmm. whoever said that JJ Reddick was a great person? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he the reputation he had at Duke wasn't necessarily the one where he was, you know, Mr. Friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, Everything so again, him. I don't know. I don't I don't I don't know anything about him. Like I said, I have a, a, a fondness for him. I think he's very good at what he does. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm not I'm not knocking him in that sense, but I ain't never heard a whole bunch of people call, come out and start talking about how they just love playing with JJ Reddick. Yeah. <laughs> well, well my thing with the whole thing, it, a lot of the a lot of it to me, it doesn't seem to be basketball related. It seems to be personal, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so that's the kind of stuff I kind of write that stuff off. You know, like I said, the baby Davis, Kenya Martin, you know, those guys don't like anybody. So I mean and, but, you know, but, uh, too, a lot right. of those guys thought they were better than what they actually were. You know, and 
case of baby, baby. Davis, guys mm-hmm. like that, you know, they felt like he should be getting more shots. So, right. Yeah, come on now. Kenya did what he did, and he was good mm-hmm. at what he did. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he didn't come in trying to score 20. He came in. He knew his job was to block shots, uh, play defense, run the floor, and finish. And rebound, yeah, and finish, and be the enforcer. And he was very mm-hmm. good at that. Yeah. Uh, I, but But still – a, a lot of this stuff that's coming out again now, since we're talking about this now, mm-hmm. it's still folks that have a platform mm-hmm. that they're trying to attract people to. You know, so that's that's how you do that. Like, you know, uh, Matt Barnes talking about uh, uh, Mo Cheeks. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That stuff's personal, yeah. Right. So it starts being that kind of personal stuff. You know, even though it was kind of, so to speak, basketball related, because mm-hmm. you know how the story came up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, I, I just find it, I just find it interesting. And and this is, you know, what we were getting into, you know, talking about athletes, these athletes having these podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. Is that it's it's really reality TV, it's conflict TV. That that's mm-hmm. how you people to come be a platform is conflict people want to come hear gilbert arenas talk about folks people mm-hmm. want to yeah. hear mm-hmm. kenya martin talk about who we had a fight with you know that kind of stuff they that's what they want to mm-hmm. hear you mm-hmm. know they don't necessarily just want to sit and listen to basketball stories like we can sit up and listen to basketball stories but mm-hmm. other people how they get two million views is because they're talking about conflict and beef Oh yeah, and salacious I, I details it. and all this other I, stuff. I, I just hate that that's what this kind of stuff has come to. Is that what we need? we need to talk about conflict and all yeah. that stuff and get two million we, views? We need to get yeah. uh, get get Chrissy to come on and talk about some salacious stuff. Yeah, that's what he's. But we ain't gonna sell out. We ain't gonna sell out. <laughs> yeah, we will. How much money are you talking when you say sell out? <laughs> right, yeah, right, right. Uh, all right, so um, the the only issue I had with the doc thing for real though is the fact, that, and, and dudes mentioned it a couple of episodes ago, uh, that um, Doc was the the um, consultant consultant <laughs> for the Bucks, sabotage, and, and then all of a sudden, you know, he becomes the head coach. Doc you know, is doing some dirty macking, the dirty mac. That, that's the only the only thing that, that I, I have a problem with. With with Doc being with with the Bucks, the fact that you know Doc, and again I don't know I don't know what happened. You know what happened? It's it's possible that Doc could have said, you know, the defense on this team sucks. Y'all need to make a change, mm-hmm. and then they made a change. It was like, well, who are we gonna change to? But, <laughs> I, I don't know me. <laughs> I'm right here. Me? That wasn't me, the, I, wasn't, I wasn't under the impression. That he was a consultant for the team. I was under the impression that he was hired to help Adrian Griffin. Not be a team consultant. He was brought in to help Adrian Griffin. Yeah, I oh, thought he was a team consultant. Yeah, I thought he was a team consultant. Uh that 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 was the that was what I got was that he was brought in specifically to help. Adrian Griffin, not be a not be the team consultant. He helped him all right. Right. But but it helped him right on out the door. No, you're but, right, dude. <laughs> Rivers have been serving as an informal consultant to Griffin since December, 
and right. now and then this, he was a leading candidate. Oh, but the team hired him to be a consultant for Griffin. Mm. Right. That's the thing they had. But and that's the thing oh, okay. though is that mm. we how how we gonna blame Doc when he when the team hired him he he didn't go searching out this this position it ain't like he went and said huh which of these coaches can I go take their jobs well let me call Milwaukee and see if I can come in as a consultant they came looking for him yeah the bucks the bucks went to to doc to uh and hired him as a consult uh, a, a consultant for Griffin since Griffin had no no head coaching experience no head coaching experience right yeah so but again, <laughs> you're supposed to be consulting, you know, the, the coach. Then all of a sudden you become the coach. It just, mm. you know, it may it may just be smoke, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, where there's smoke, you might find a little fire too. Yeah, where there's smoke, there's dirty macking going on. Yeah, there's some macking going on. There's some mac. mac in there. Who's the mac, mac in there? <laughs> um, but who is the Mac is one Steph Curry. Uh, Chef. This weekend, well, last weekend we had the NBA All Star Game, and Ooh. the Mac, uh, Wardell, Stephen Curry, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, went against Sabrina Inescu in a three on three. I mean, three uh, three point shootout, three on three in the three point shootout. Um, WNBA versus NBA, and it was incredible to say the least. Uh, it was well worth the them putting it on, uh, and it pretty much saved <laughs> the, the All Star Weekend from being a total bust. Well, that and the regular three point shootout, three point contest. Um, so let's let's get to let's get to the, this part first. The the shootout between uh, Sabrina and Steph. When Sabrina started off, seven straight shots. You can see Steph on the sideline sweating. Because he like, oh Lord, this woman ain't gonna miss. Steph was like, I gotta shoot tonight. I wasn't planning on shooting tonight, but I guess I'm gonna have to shoot for real. I got to fight to prove my love. Yeah, I got I gotta sweat a little bit tonight. He got to fight because she came, but she put the pressure on her brother. Um, and then you know, toward the end, she kind of ran out of gas. Uh, which is you know understandable, but she still got 24, 24 points with six. Was it 26? Yes, yeah, yep. 26 points. 26 points, By which is what Dane, Dane Lillard had to win the, the men contest. <laughs> now, uh, well, I mean, it's I know the answer to the question because we already talked about it, but D, how did you enjoy that particular contest, Sabrina versus Steph? I thought it, I thought I, I thought it was great. Um, and I want to uh get the chance, I want to take up for Kenny Smith. Because a lot of people, yeah, have been dog- I've been dog- a lot of people have been dogging Kenny Smith online, but that's the same thing that I said when we talked about the the contest. I asked where was she going to be shooting from, mm-hmm. and I thought that I thought that even though even though she chose in the end, she chose to shoot from the NBA three. I thought that made that gave Steph an advantage. Mm-hmm. It's not to say that she can't shoot from there, but that's not where you shoot from. That's mm-hmm. not you didn't you didn't win your championship shooting from 23-9. Mm-hmm. You won your championship shooting from what they what they shoot from 29, 20, 20, 20 feet, nine inches, or 
or 20, 21 foot or something like that. But anyway, that's that's where you now again she shot with WNBA basketballs, mm-hmm. right? But she was shooting from NBA three. She was shooting from the men's three. And I thought to make it a, a equitable contest, mm-hmm. I thought I thought she should have shot the way that she shoots when she plays, just the way that mm-hmm. he should shoot from where he shoots when he plays. But I but again, it, it doesn't mean that she can't shoot from that range. She 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 showed that she could shoot from that range. Hell, she would have won the men's contest, I think, wouldn't mm-hmm. she? So she showed that she could shoot from that range. So that's that's not my point, right? My thing is is that you know to really make it fair and equitable, she should have been able to shoot, or she should have shot from where she normally shoots from. You know, you play your game and we'll play ours, and that's that's how we compete. You know, that's what I thought. So my thing is, I think that the Kenny Smith thing was misinterpreted. Because it wasn't a disparaging remark that he was making against Sabrina. He was just pointing mm-hmm. out the fact that, uh, you know, uh, basically that she got screwed by mm-hmm. You yeah. know, that's what he's pointing out. So I, I didn't take it the way a lot of other people took it. I just, you know, I heard what he said. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, you're right. Right. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, he, he took he took way too much heat. Um, because basically what they were trying to say is, you know, he he said, you know, uh she's not as good and that she should that ain't what he said. He didn't say nothing like nothing about that. But dudes, what was your thoughts on it? Uh, I thought it was I thought it was something that was fresh for All-Star Weekend, you know, because ev- since everything else is gone stale pretty much, other than three point shootout. So mm-hmm. it was it was a, a breath of fresh air for the All-Star Weekend. Um you know, I, I was impressed by her, you know, by her uh, great shooting or whatever. And I was, you know, it's always good to see Steph shoot under pressure. <laughs> and, you know, he shows why he's the best shooter that uh, God ever created. Right. So, I mean, it, it was great. It was, like I said, it's a breath of fresh air. So how would you guys feel about uh, no four NBA going against four WNBA uh, players for the shootout? Uh, I I don't know about all well, that. <laughs> well, well, I I like to I I like the best two to go against each other. Well, like kind of like well, this. well well my thoughts about that. Well, then then now you're taken away from the WNBA contest. How so? It's doing the NBA weekend Be, because you're if you're not going to do the same thing. For the W for the WNBA All Star Game, mm-hmm. you, you you get what I'm saying? Okay, I got you. I yeah. got you. So I think the winner the the, the NBA All Star uh, three point shootout should go against the WNBA. I mean yeah. that that'd be cool. Yeah, I, I mean the way the way that they got it now with Sabrina going against Steph or whatever, I thought that that was you know good. The two the two champions, you know, going that one another. I think if you start if you start doing that doing it like that, then you already you they've well, already. They've already done theirs, and now you know. So I think mm-hmm. that that takes away. Well, technically, Steph wasn't the champion. No, no, he he wasn't. But you Dane Lillard was, was the champ still. Yeah, but what we talking about going forward? I mean, we know can you know what it was about. You know what this one was about. But 
Yeah, going forward, I believe it should be different. This came about because Sabrina, she, she basically challenged Steph. And they yeah. took it and they ran with it. Mm-hmm. And they did a great job of doing it. Um, mm-hmm. They need to run with some other ideas because uh, the dunk contest <laughs> is absolutely atrocious. I'm sorry. We're going to get sued. It's all right. He, got, he, he, he don't have no trademark on trash. <laughs> so, yeah, the, 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 the three-point shootout was great. I mean, the three-point shootout was great. I really enjoyed the three-point shootout. Was, yeah, I mean, it's like everybody shot well. Yeah, know, everybody the, was for the everybody first time, was on their game. Well. Yeah, everybody was on their game. So, you know, but it was, it was good to watch. Then at the end of the night, you had and you know what? Go back. The let's talk. We got to talk about this first. Um, before the three-point shootout, you had the skills competition. Right, <laughs> and it was cool. It was actually pretty cool until one person took it upon themselves to just put the spotlight on them. <laughs> and D had a problem with it. D talked to the people. Oh, you talking about Anthony Edwards? Tell him why you mad. Yes, tell him why you mad. Tell him how you feel, D. I mean, well, I tell him tell him why you mad, son. When I when I first heard him say that in the interview. I thought he was joking. <laughs> so I was just like, is he really going to shoot all the shots with his left hand? Seriously? See, I thought he was talking about the All-Star game. That's what I thought he was talking about. I didn't know he was talking about the skills competition. Mm-hmm. I thought he was talking about the All-Star game because it made me think about Larry Bird. When uh, mm-hmm. the game, he told somebody, I will shoot with my left hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, was against, that was against Portland. I think that was my sophomore year. Yeah. So... <laughs> So, um, I thought it was he was trying to do something like that. I didn't know he was going to do it in the skills competition. So, what it did? Hmm. I mean, my thing if if you, if you don't want to if you don't want to compete or be in the competition, just go ahead and you know say that. You know, just, just say don't, that. Don't be in it. Yeah, right. Just say that. So, so my issue, um, it was a selfish move on his part. Right. If it was just if it's like a three point shootout, and you decide you want to shoot uh, with your left hand, all your threes with your left hand. That's fine, because that's just you. Mm-hmm. But you had two other part, two other players that were in the, that were your partners that was on your, your teammates. And you let them down because, I mean, he jacked and it wasn't even close. His three point his his three point shots with his left hand, bro, wasn't. Wasn't even hitting iron. It wasn't close. It, you can tell that's not that's not a shot that he he practices. So for him to decide to do this was absolutely stupid. But you got these other two players that you know it's what a hundred grand. How much was it the prize? I'm not sure how much the prize was. Whatever whatever the number is, fifty or hundred thousand dollars um, mm-hmm. that they would have had. So you cost these folks fifty or hundred thousand dollars. You know. Um, the manager he got the big fat contract just signed, you no know, max contract, and he's gonna be uh more than likely one of the uh all NBA teams, so that number's gonna even increase uh when his contract hits in. So he's he's set for the rest of his life, he's gonna have at least 200 million dollar contract. Those other players may not have that, so for you to to 
getting somebody to mess up somebody else's pocket, man. That's just selfish. That's just selfish to me. So um I had you know I had serious issues with it. The skills, the skills contest winner uh earns fifty five thousand. Fifty five thousand out. So you you took fifty five thousand out out the pocket, and again, now mind you, these, these folks are very very well off. You know, mm-hmm. got way more money than any one of us combined times ten, maybe times a hundred, probably. But <laughs> whatever the case is, uh, so they you know to to say fifty five thousand, you know, it, it may not be something that they're concerned about, but it may it, it may be. And even if, even if you didn't want it, give it to, give it to charity. If you didn't want it, if that's if that's just not enough money for you to to, to bother with, then get the money to charity. Don't just go out there and make a mockery of the whole. Yeah, my, my thing is it's just about you know it goes back to you know taking things serious. I mean, you guys are getting paid. You know, um, the fans are paying good money. You know, because I was considering going up there this weekend. I was looking at the you know the All Star Saturday. You know, mm-hmm. uh, ticket prices and, you know, for Sunday. And I'm like, ah, I'll wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but it's like, you know, you have paying customers. People are saving money up to bring their kids, their sons and daughters and, you know, a whole family up there. And and you're not even taking it serious. And I, I, it's, a, it's, it's it, I mean, even. Okay. This is something we've talked about too. These big events are not for us. True. They're for casual fans. Mm-hmm. They're not made for people who really watch basketball. Those of us who really watch basketball, which is why all the pundits and so on and so forth are talking about how horrible the all-star game is, how horrible the slam dunk contest is how horrible the skills competition is. But the casual fan likes the spectacle. The casual fan liked the floor, all lit up and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> the casual <laughs> fan is going to ooh and ah, watching somebody jump over Shaq. Mm-hmm. We tired of it because how many times you going to jump over people? <laughs> I don't care if it is Shaq. Yeah, I mean, at a certain point, it's like, good lord, how many, how many times are you gonna find somebody to jump over somebody? So it's like, so those of us who are really into the sport, who really watch basketball, cannot stand the All Star game. It it, it it is horrible. So I think that they, the reason that they make it, the spectacle that they make it, again, is not for us who are going to watch basketball no matter what. It's for the casual fan who's going to come spend the money, who's going to who wants to come be around the stars again, clout chasing, who wants to go to the club and be standing next to Shaq or where Shaq DJing, or go to the club and stand next to LeBron, or go to the club and stand next to so and so. It's made for those people. Mm. Now, where where I, where I go against that, the um, it's like for the last couple of years. Everybody has been, you know, uh, crying out against, you know, the lack of effort, the lack of competition in the All-Star game. And, you know, pretty much all the fans have been crying out, you know, for that. They, they just want to see some more effort. And you saw the commissioner actually come forth and say that, you know, 
that uh, they were going to get more effort this year. And you, you could see the disappointment in his face when they, they scored 211 points. Yeah, right? I mean, the, the commission was disappointed. So that lets me know that, you know, it wasn't a, a pur purposeful thing for them to come out and just lay down and not play defense. You know, he they actually wanted them to do it because, like, uh, I think Charles Barkley was saying, you know, their contract is up. You know, the new con they're about to get their new contract, the new NBA contract. Mm, and even though, you know, did, right? yeah, it's going to be way more than what it is now. And then, you know, players are about to get paid astronomical amounts. Now nah, it's about to shoot through the roof. Right. But, um, you know, when you're negotiating a contract and the deals like, you know, the commissioner is doing right now, this isn't the time to, you know, not get a fans what they want. And like you said, casual fans, of course, you know, they'll they'll get with that. They like the little LED lights or whatever that neon oh, stuff so flash. Little so puppies. Yeah, little puppies flipping on the coffee cups and all kind of stuff. <laughs> they so, like that kind of stuff. So going going back to, to your, your statement, dudes, uh yeah, the TV contract is up at the end of the year, and um they're in the process of negotiating um with all of the networks, and they may even do um something that's strictly online, like uh they may do games on Peacock, mm -hmm. you no, know, solely on Peacock or solely on uh, YouTube. Um, the and I think that's part of the reason also where they, they uh, decided to enforce that 65 game rule as well. But the, the, the thing is the players have to it's a partnership when it, when it comes to time to, to uh, talk about the, the collective bargaining agreement. It's a partnership mm -hmm. then. You know, because we need to, to know, split that money up. Yeah, we, need to, we need to split this money right. But <laughs> any other time you know, it's the league and it's the players. The players have to understand, look, if you want to make this, you want to, to increase these, these TV contracts, you got to put a good product on the floor. And going out there and not, man, throwing up freaking uh, uh, Luka Doncic <laughs> shot from 75 feet away. 75 feet. Why would you go out there and say, First time he didn't want to be there in the first place. No, no, no. and he played to, like it. Oh my he god, had he no desire bad. to be at that game, to be in uh, Indianapolis at all. He he missing he, layup, missing wide open layups, wide man. open dunks, and the dunk he tried that was just his, his body language showed that he didn't even want to be there. But yeah, but it wasn't just him; it was it was other players also. Oh, they yeah. had no desire to be in Indianapolis in the middle of February um, mm -hmm. at an All Star game, right? But the thing is, this is part. This is part of the product that you that that you're getting paid for, right? The 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 networks are paying you for that specific spectacle, as D calls it. Um, at least give the fans some kind of show. And again, I, I hate going to back in the day, but it ain't even that far back. You talking maybe seven, eight years ago, when the games were very competitive. When put like this, when Kobe played, <laughs> oh yeah, when Kobe played, the All Star game was competitive because Kobe wasn't gonna allow it no other way. You gonna get out, you gonna get out here and you gonna play for real, right? Mm -hmm. When it became yeah yeah y'all, I blame everything on LeBron James. When LeBron James <laughs> became the face, you know he has no. He don't want to be there himself. I, I I have to I have to kind of agree with him this time, D. Normally, I don't. I don't jump on the the the, uh, the the LeBron bandwagon to go against LeBron, LeBron but bandwagon. yeah, but 
Yeah, he. Uh, it's his fault, I, man. I agree. It 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 is. A lot of the uh, the fans kind of followed his. Uh, yeah, his, LeBron uh, don't care. So but, but, okay, but, but the players, the players when, did, when did LeBron stop being competitive in the All Star game? When Kobe stopped being in the All Star game. I think after well after he got that MVP, but like you said, yeah, probably about when Kobe, because Kobe, like you know, like I said, him and Chris Paul, they made sure that they yes. kept it up. Yeah, and yeah, Kobe is, was saying that he's like, anytime me and Chris Paul was on the team together, we were gonna win, it was, and we were gonna make sure always, that everybody else played. Yeah, it was. It was always you know in years past, it was always all right. We we can play. We can play. You know, uh, a little up tempo. You know, do the fancy passes. For yeah, the first get your stuff quarters. off. Yeah, but the fourth, fourth quarter, quarter. Get, a, get a fan some, a show for the first three quarters. But that fourth quarter, mm-hmm. it's about winning. And I saw one of the um, which I wanted to talk to you guys about. One of the things, oh, we 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 moved over off of this one. We on, on this over here. Um, one of the things that uh they were suggesting is make it uh put home, put home court advantage for the um the the final. Um, whoever wins the all, whoever wins the All Star team, the, the that that division gets to have home court advantage, right? Yeah. So it doesn't that matter what your cool. record is. If you know, uh, if Boston, like if this year, uh, uh, well, Boston they gonna have the best record and they gonna have home court advantage. But uh, the East would have the home court advantage in the, in the finals this year because they won the, the All Star game, right? If you put that out there. Then it would give them something to, because all these, all the, the the teams that are represented there, I'm I'm assuming I'm gonna say like ninety percent of them gonna be in the playoffs. So that's something for them to work to, you know, to look forward to, you know, because you want that home court advantage. That that might be the difference between you winning the championship and losing. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was a real good suggestion. Yeah, I I don't. The one I don't like is the one that where they talking about uh, giving some kind of incentive. By giving them extra money or whatever, these guys get money and they're still not playing hard, you know, in regular games. Money, you know, they get paid it. fortunes, so obviously money well, is not the motivating factor. Yeah, they got enough, as we talked about before. Yeah. Once you get past a certain it, number of zeros, yeah, you got one hundred fifty million and seventy dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you're getting paid what these guys are getting paid, and you still don't want to compete, I mean. We're gonna give him another hundred million for one game or something. <laughs> oh no, I I still yeah. you know I don't know. I feel like it's, it's like Nike. Well, Is it ask, in you? <laughs> uh, well, let me ask this question. Okay. What over since since the All Star game stopped being competitive mm-hmm. since that period of time. How many teams? What 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 is the what is the record of teams uh, with the home field home court advantage in the finals? So let's just look, let's look at the uh, let's just say last ten years, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, NBA finals. Uh, let's look at the last ten years, all right? So you're going to NBA finals. The, the, how many? How many? When? How many NBA winners had had home court advantage in the finals? Oh, uh, all right, here we go. Uh, 
What is this? Why am I on Wikipedia? I don't want to be on Wikipedia. <laughs> Shout out to Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, all right. NBA final. Why is that thing going in? Here we go. Here we go. Sporting news. I know they got something for me. List of NBA champions. Here we go. Uh, so the last 10 years, starting with the 14. All right, 2014, you had the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, they were the one seed. Um, they had home court, they won. Uh, Golden State Warriors in 15, they had a home court, they won. Uh, Golden State Warriors in 16, they lost in game seven. Uh, Golden State Warriors, they didn't have home court, yeah, they did, but they lost. Okay, they lost. That's two, that's two and one. Uh, Golden State won, they had home court, they won 3 1. Uh, Golden State, Golden State won 4 0 in 18. Uh, Golden State. Dang. Did, they have, did they have home court? Uh, yeah. Hold on, hold up. Wait, wait, wait. Go back. Go back. That's not right. All right, fourteen. San Antonio beat the Heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, four to one. Kawhi Leonard was MVP. Uh, San Antonio had the number one seed. And then you got 15, Golden State Warriors against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, Cleveland, I'm sorry, Golden State won. Uh, Andre Iguodala was the MVP. They won 4-2. So home court didn't matter because uh, they That's only won uh, Yeah, they had all the injuries and stuff, Cleveland. Yeah. In 16, Cleveland beat Golden State. Mm-hmm. Um, Golden State had home court, so they lost. Kyrie um, shot. 17, Golden State beat Cleveland. Golden State had number one seed. They won 4-1. to one. 18, yeah. Golden State beat Cleveland. They won 4-0. Mm-hmm. 19, Toronto beat Golden State. Uh, Golden State had the number one seed. Mm-hmm. But they lost 4-2. to they, they, lo- they lost in Toronto. What I look, what I looked up says that uh, the last twenty NBA finals, the team with home court advantage is fifteen to five. Fifteen to five. That sounds about right. Okay. So it, I mean, so it, so it, so it does mean something. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it, it was that seventy five percent D. Yeah. So uh, if, I, did, if if I look up like that, would I get the answer to my uh, mathematical uh, problem? <laughs> <laughs> I looked so, up like I mean, that. I might stroke out or something. <laughs> so it, it is important. It is important to have that home court that home court advantage. So if you if you make that uh, contingent on the winner of the All Star game, it gives each one of them something to shoot for, to to work for. So maybe they won't go out there. I'm, I'm not saying you know they're gonna go out there and and now the score is gonna be you know one ten to one one oh eight. You mm-hmm. know. 
but at least keep it under 150. <laughs> I mean, even the old school NBA games was in the 140s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But two, bro, 211 points in a basketball game, that's just <laughs> – that's you didn't guard anybody. <laughs> but my whole thing is like, like we say, you know, eleven gave up hundred eighty six. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I just don't understand the the, the mentality because you know when we came up, if somebody scored on you, you took it personal. It's super personal, super personal. <laughs> it was like a, it was like attack on your manhood if you know somebody scored on you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, but you know. Again, I think the All Star Game. They look at the All Star Game a little bit different. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, not we're not talking about like uh, I, I, but again, playoff defense. Yeah, but again, it's just right, 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 right. Yeah. They definitely a playoff defense, uh, and and it and it shouldn't be. It's an exhibition, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's the fact that there's just absolutely no competitiveness anymore. It's yeah. not even yeah. fun to watch. It is and not. that goes for All Star Game. That goes for the dunk contest. The uh, dunk contest is just terrible. I don't yeah. even want to. Yeah, we, we to don't even need to touch on that. He deserved to win. Uh, they cheated him on that. the NBA cats again. Uh, but man, right. you know, Rodney sent something. I think you did too, dudes. Sent something to mm-hmm. the group. There's some cats out there that's just doing some amazing dunks. Like like Rodney said, the dunk that they you know that they got on the internet was Zion. Uh, mm-hmm. In high school, in, in before the game, in the in the layup line, mm-hmm. it's something yeah. that would get a fifty, but mm-hmm. but he won't get the dunk contest, and you're not getting anybody else in the dunk contest that are really again the the things that we're seeing on the internet is because them cats are practicing, mm-hmm. they practice that these cats oh, can't yeah. don't even practice basketball, so you know they remember- dunks. So yeah, man, you remember how uh Brian and Monty used to dunk like you know after the games or between games or whatever and practice like certain dunks. So you know, like you said, guys are actually practicing different dunks, backwards dunks, right. 360s, all this other stuff through the legs around the back. Right. And they're doing things we've never seen before. Never. But the sad thing is some of those NBA guys could do it. Job Morant, he could definitely do it. If they practice these guys just won't do it. They, they, yeah, got, they got to put a little, but like D said, they don't even practice basketball, so they ain't gonna practice no dunks. You know that, right? Yeah, but but I mean, they, they like to like somebody said, uh, you know, with the, the competition things, you know, these guys play harder when they play pickup ball. When you see them on the internet, the summer league pickup ball, <laughs> UCLA, the Rico Hines, or whatever. So now people pan to see you, and you can't even play hard. I was about to say the same thing. You know their their biggest thing is oh we can't get hurt you know we don't want to get hurt in the uh, all star game yeah you're not getting paid in those Rico Hines games you you out there every summer I mean balling they out there balling yeah in, a, in a gym that's uh, dark you know yeah. sweaty uh, you got folks that don't even have a contract that yeah. you playing against those and they they trying to get that contract so they playing hard mm-hmm. to show you that they can play. And you don't mind, you're not worried about getting hurt there. And they're not worried about getting hurt there. Right. So that that excuse is just, is is white noise, man. It it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. So, um, but uh, skip them, man. (laughs) All-Star game (laughs) is horrible. That's that's a hell of a segue. (laughs) That's a horrible 
That's a horrible segue. Man, skip that, man. Hey, that's, the, hey, that's the one we got. <laughs> that's the, hey. We're going to skip on from them and get to uh, the fact that so, Major League Baseball. <laughs> Major League Baseball. Training camps. That was the worst transition <laughs> ever. That made me mad, man. Uh, that well, game was horrible. Anyway, <laughs> that game was absolutely horrible, man. I sat down, I watched it. I'm like, oh, why am I watching this game? This is trash. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'm trying to stop. <laughs> anyway, um, Major League Baseball, D. All right, pitchers and catchers report. Pitchers and the catchers are reporting. That's it. Every, right now, my Reds are in first place. Uh-huh. After the first Good game of the season, they're gonna be in last. <laughs> Reds and Cardinals are tied for first. They're doing good, boy. Right, they doing they doing well right now. They're doing better than they did all last season. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. All right, so, but for real, here's here's a question for you, D. Um one of the things that, that came out this week is that the MLB and the MLB Players Association are considering having uh a free agency period like other sports do. Um and with that, you know, that's that's the that's the time when um, they want the, the 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 players to sign contracts versus now where you get uh, a couple of players assigned in November and then you might get a couple of signed in December and then some of them won't even get signed until uh, you get closer to the training camp. And it's not because they're not deserving to be on the team. It's because teams just don't want to pay the money <laughs> to sign them, right? And they just want more money. So they're thinking about just having a, a, uh, a condensed period where all of these transactions take place because um, they're losing out. <laughs> they're losing out on the hot stove league stuff. You know, you got right, NFL, right, you right. got you got draft season and you no know, free agency period where, you know, bam, all these contracts come out. So people are talking about it. Um, basketball, same thing. We know we got the draft at the end of July. I'm sorry, end of June. And then the the free agency, the beginning of July. So people are talking about it. But in baseball, they don't talk about it because nothing ever happens. You know, you go to, they go to um, the GM, uh, GM meetings, winter meetings, and everybody get out. They start talking about all these different plans. Are we going to sign this player? Are we going to sign it? But nothing ever happens. So what it does, it, 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 um, it, it has people to, to forget about baseball for almost four months. And that's not a good thing, especially when you got fans that are leaving, the younger fans that are leaving your sport, not watching your your sport. You got to keep your your sport in the news all the time. So what do you, what do you think about that, D? Uh, about having a, a, a condensed free agency period? I, I thought that was the uh, you know I thought that was the whole point is to you know have people be talking about it the same way. You know they have to figure out a way to make baseball relevant. Mm-hmm. Baseball doesn't have any. Baseball doesn't really have any stars like that uh, that that go beyond the sport. Mahomes goes beyond football. Mm-hmm. LeBron goes beyond basketball. Mm-hmm. Who goes beyond baseball? Nobody. And and your your greatest player at this point isn't even an American. 
<laughs> and again, not 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 that not that I have a problem with that. I'm just mm-hmm. saying that that's that's the, one of the big issues that you have, and you have this American sport that you talk about is you know you know America's pastime. America's America's pastime. It's it's all this baseball is everything that America is you know is supposed to be, and mm-hmm. you know summertime baseball, peanuts and cracker jacks, and all of this kind of stuff, and then you know, you're the ball game. Your best player, the guy who generates the most publicity, is Japanese. So they have to figure out a way to make baseball relevant to American fans because they've lost them. They, mm-hmm. like you said, Rod, they they really lost them. Uh, so this is one way to make it relevant to keep baseball at the front of at the forefront of people's minds. So I don't see anything wrong with it. I think it's a good idea. I think. I think also what baseball doesn't do that the other leagues do is uh, they don't publicize their draft. Their, their draft is almost like the old NFL draft where they just sit around and be on the phone all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they need to do something where at least for the first round, because don't nobody want to sit through all 527 rounds of a baseball draft. Oh my uh, God. But they, they probably need to do something like that for the first round or the, maybe the first two rounds. So um, uh, this year, <laughs> the NBA is changing their draft format. They're going to they usually do they had one night. Now they're going to two. Why? I have no yeah. idea. Yeah, no, there's no reason. Now there's anytime you can put out more content. You know, with with all these different um, you know social media. Uh, people or whatever the more content you have the more times you can put fresh stuff out there the more people can look at it the more viewers you get um so there's a reason right so now the nba draft uh the first round is like three hours right because you got the trades and everybody get 15 minutes this that and the other and it's 30 30 teams that's picking and then the second round they just whiz through it so you don't get you don't get any background on the, on the players that they're drafting and the way that they, the way it's set up now is like the first round is the only thing that matters the second round is an afterthought so what they're trying to do is make the second round matter also so uh they'll do it on a on a thursday and then come back that friday night and and, and do the rest of it or whatever do the second round so that's what their their plans are baseball Baseball needs to. I don't. Even, I don't even know if it's even televised. Is the is the baseball draft televised? I don't. I don't think it is. That's I what I said. I don't. I don't think, it I don't, I don't think it's televised. I don't think so. They should. Uh, so yes, it is televised. Uh, the first round will be broadcast on ESPN uh, and MLB. So it Network. is now, or it has it always been broadcast? In 2023, it was. That was the first time. So you can you can watch yep you can watch the uh the in, in a, uh the MLB draft but the problem see the problem with the MLB no, draft I'm, I'm, asking, I'm asking Rob was that the first time it was televised was 2023 oh, okay uh let me see let me see uh let me go back let me go back uh when. Uh, y'all don't don't say some stuff. Don't uh, give us no dead space. Uh, they started televising it in 2007. 
Okay. Uh, but it was on <laughs> ESPN two. That very you know, don't nobody watch ESPN two. The the high for the the rating was point three. Had an overnight Nielsen rating of point three. So nobody's watching it. Right. I don't even know if. Uh... Well, I, I think also a bit a, well, no, nah, because you could say the same thing about hockey. I was gonna say is that a lot of them cats that get drafted don't immediately come to the major leagues. They get drafted mm-hmm. and they end up in the minors. You know, it's not like you know, uh the thing about the NFL draft and the NBA draft is that though the players that you see get drafted, you're gonna see them play next year. Mm-hmm. Whereas that's not always true in baseball and hockey, where they get mm-hmm. drafted. And they go to the, the minor leagues, and some of them might not make it out the minor leagues. Yep, uh, get stuck or, down know, there. Right. They, you know, they get drafted in hockey and they go to the junior leagues and those other little leagues or whatever, you know, even before they come to the big team. So that that might be part of the issue, too. Yeah. But like I said, at the end of the day, um the younger, the younger generation. They don't see the excitement in baseball. Mm-hmm. They see the excitement in basketball. They see the excitement in football. They even see the excitement in hockey. <laughs> right? And there's more hockey, more excitement in hockey because people are, you know, slamming other people against the boards. You know, that's exciting. <laughs> even in soccer, they see people kicking each other in the shins. That's exciting. Oh, they, they're well, they fight in they fight in baseball, right? Man, you get a fight, what? Every they clear the uh the um Every two, three years, benches and they all start pushing each other. Yeah, exactly. Quote unquote fight where they go out there and just stand at second base. But you had the one where the dude doing the the helicopter last year and knocked the guy down. (laughs) (laughs) But the game itself, the game of baseball itself, is not exciting to the young young crowd. Um, and and the MLB has they, they have they know they have a problem. That's why they went to the, they try to get the the pitch clock and all that stuff to speed the game up because don't nobody want to go to a three hour baseball game sit there for three hours and watching you know four hits by the uh, the who who the, who's Anaheim Angels D when we want to go to that game see, see them uh, hit well, first of all hits. we first of all we've sitting behind the damn wall. <laughs> <laughs> That was dog. I don't know who configured the seating in that stadium, but they should go get their money back because uh-huh. if you sitting out in left field, you can't see nothing. <laughs> you can only see the right the right fielder, right? right? All you could see was the bullpen. <laughs> so it was, and a, and it was a wall right there. We was was like, horrible. Horrible. You, can't even, see, you can't even see the screen, <laughs> man. No, dudes, we couldn't. Shohei Otani hit a home run, and all and we, we had no knew, idea. We had no idea it was a home run until everybody. So y'all just start. Oh, I gotta say, y'all start clapping because everybody else was clapping. That's how you feel about it. He hit one out, did he? Yeah, he did. He hit one out. <laughs> but at least we can say we was there. Yeah, we was there though. <laughs> right, he's there. But yeah, so that's baseball. We done with baseball. We'll talk about them later when they actually get some excitement. We should have went to go. We should have went to Chavez Ravine and watched the Dodgers. Yeah, pretty much. But they went in town. I checked. Oh. Uh, 
Um, hey, hey, I thought about when you said y'all was looking around clapping. Y'all like uh, what the guy said to Debo. I would. <laughs> <laughs> I would give me my I money. Give me my money. You what? Oh, I lost. I lost. <laughs> I lost. <laughs> oh, I lost. Speaking of winning, college football players are winning in the name, image, and likeness. <laughs> mm. That was horrible too, D. But at least I didn't I'm say. Winning, I'm okay. winning. Uh, but one of our one of well one of my favorite games from back in the day was uh, EA Sports College Football because yeah, I used to I used to love the dynasty. Yeah, I used to love the basketball. Uh, creating the dynasties or whatever with the football teams. Um, but EA Sports is bringing back the NCAA football and they're going to pay the players for their likeness. They can uh, opt in. The players can opt in or they can you know, decide they don't want their uh, name, image, and likeness to be to be used. Um, the proposal is uh, EA Sports is going to pay all the NCAA football players that decide to opt in $600 plus give them a copy of the video game for just using their name and their likeness. Um, mm. Good deal, bad deal. What you think, D? <laughs> All right, so the clip, who was that? Um, who sent that clip? You or Dudes? Yeah, that was me. Of, of Doug Gottlieb. Uh-huh. I, I thought Doug Gottlieb had even though he kind of dragged it on for a little while, but I guess you do that when yeah. you got that much time on the radio. Mm. Uh, but I thought he made a good point that that's probably the best deal that they're going to get. Mm-hmm. And that a lot of people assume that NIL means that all of these kids make hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they don't just just the same way as in the NBA or Major League Baseball or NFL or hockey or whatever. Only the best players, the top one to two percent, are the ones that get these big, big, big contracts. So where we're starting to assume that NIL means everybody is Angel Reese, you know, mm-hmm. making seven hundred thousand dollars, or everybody is Shadur Sanders, or you know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's really just, you know, that's really just not true at all for the overwhelming majority of uh, college players. Um, players go to Ohio State. Right. I, I think uh, I think, uh, I think think EA Sports, as Gottlieb was saying, you know, made a, made a business decision because they don't have any money yet. They haven't even sold the game yet. So how am I going to pay you some exorbitant amounts of money and we haven't sold anything yet? So we go, we're not, I'm not going to put myself in that much of a deficit on the strength of trying to sell this game. And then also, for the most part, I really shouldn't be paying all of y'all's asses anyway. It's really only the one to two percent, the real famous dudes. The starters. The, the starters that anybody wants to see anyway. So y'all should be happy y'all getting this $600. <laughs> you know, Plus so. Free video game. Right, and a, and a free game, so six hundred fifty-five dollars because the video game gonna be fifty-four ninety-nine. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, hey, uh, are the the thing? The question is: is are the the big name players going to hold out to get mm-hmm. more? That's and that's what I figured. Uh, they probably have to do some kind of separate negotiation for those uh, 
you know, the bigger right. name players, right. you know, like, like, like the Shadur Sanders. Sanders. Yeah, those guys. But so here's the, I know back in the day, um, the college football, the, the college players enjoyed having their name, uh, having their, their, the uh, mm-hmm. players in the game. Mm-hmm. They were upset they didn't get paid for it, but they were, they enjoyed to have their, their, you know, everybody, you know, shoot, you see what your name yeah, on the game? Because they played, yeah, they, and they played the game. So, they you know, they enjoy the playing with the cup. Yeah. Even but, now, shoot, you know, you, you create your, pa- your pause. Okay. I said they, they enjoy playing, playing with themselves. <laughs> Playing with their player <laughs> pause. <laughs> that didn't come out right. <laughs> it didn't come out right, dude. Yeah, it didn't come out right. With their computer uh that's, generated that's, uh that's the, they had they, uh, they had their own joysticks. <laughs> the old mini me. They playing with the mini me. Oh with, man, with Lil Melvin, what Melvin and Melvin. yeah, Lil Melvin and the and the All Stars, right. Lil Melvin and the Blue Balls. <laughs> they got issues. Y'all know this boy got issues. Not Melvin in the blue notes. <laughs> yeah. Man, fuck, I ain't gonna never live that one down, bro. You ain't gonna never live that one down. Um. <laughs> okay, okay. Calm it down. Woosa, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Uh, uh. Uh, but yeah, so uh, <laughs> uh, so the thing is, I, look now I'm thinking it. about uh, Harold Melvin and, and the Blue Notes greatest hits. Now. <laughs> Y'all got problems, man. Y'all got problems. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. See, this what y'all get. This what y'all get. Mm-hmm. We, 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 you know what, what, what direction we gonna go? <laughs> yeah, cause um, we don't know. Right, that's because we don't know, but um, EA and like I said, they're, they're, um, <laughs> most of the players, <laughs> stop it, dudes, stop it, dudes. All right, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> hey man, my back still hurt, man. Y'all gotta quit. I can't be laughing like this. I can't be laughing like this. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh it, it, it'll be difficult for EA to to negotiate higher prices with the other players because uh, D said what was it a hundred and what is it hundred fifteen like uh, like a hundred let's see how many D one schools I think it's like a hundred. And each team, each team has about what ninety five players on the team. There are one hundred thirty three Division one. I'm sorry, one hundred twenty eight FBS football teams. So one hundred twenty eight times and, and the average of about eighty five players a team. Eighty five. So that's ten thousand eight hundred and eighty players. Right times, times six hundred. Six hundred. That's what, six point five million dollars. Right. But they have, they're paying out. Uh, for the name, image, and likeness. Before, the, but, and the, that, 
before they've even made any money. Before the they game. made any money. So the thing is, uh, so divide that by what'd you say, D 50, $54.99? So divided by $55. So they gotta sell a hundred and basically hundred and nineteen thousand video games. They have to sell. Just to get right. that money, just to get that money back. To get that money back. That don't even um, count the developers, like Gottlieb was saying. All the other people that's got to be paid as well. The developers, the marketers, the promote all, all of those people got to be paid too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to ship it. I mean, you got to package it. You got to do all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So, like I said, that might be the best deal that they're going to get. Either you're going to take this $600 and we have this game, or you and don't. Play with you right. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty much the choice. So, even if Shakur, uh, Shadur wants more money, it just ain't available. It's, it's, no. it's not. Um, and, and the thing is, is that if you, but you you have to go through the trouble, you know, Rodney, you've done it because you like them dynasty modes. Mm-hmm. But all they got to do is put the number on the person. Yep. You can go yep. in there and add a name. And create them, yeah. They gonna they gonna have they they their numbers as far as their rankings in terms of speed and all that stuff. That's already gonna be on there. So mm-hmm. all you gotta do is go in and add a name. They allow you to do that. So if you want to take that time to do it, then you can do it anyway. So and what was what was the guy they used to have for? Uh, remember back when they took Michael Jordan off the game at <laughs> number ninety nine? What was? Uh oh, who was <laughs> uh, player ninety nine or something? Ninety nine, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, player ninety nine or something like that. Yeah. Hmm. So well, the fact that Charles ain't on none of the games. Oh yeah, yeah. Charles not on, he's not on there. Rasheed Wallace, it was somebody else too. Reggie so, Miller. Uh, um, the, the they pay the NFL players about seventeen thousand uh, dollars per per player. But you talk about a, a lot fewer people though. Right. Exactly. That's the thing. It's a lot fewer people. Mm-hmm. So you got 53 times 32. So it's 1,700 players times, what did I say? What did I say? 17,000? 17,000. Right. So is that 2.8 million? That's 28 million. million. Almost $29 million. But they're, sell- they're selling a ton yeah. of madness. Right. And, and all over the world. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that, that, and that's the thing is, is that th- that's the difference between say NBA 2K or mm-hmm. even uh or even Madden is that these are games that they're selling all around the world. Mm-hmm. Nobody who 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 over in Tokyo is buying college football. Mm-hmm. They're not really watching college football like that. They're not mm-hmm. they're not watching college football, you know, or college <laughs> bas- maybe maybe college basketball because of the NCAA tournament. But they're not mm-hmm. really watching college football in other places and so on and so forth. Like, that's the reason that probably there's never been a college baseball game. Mm. Yeah, that's true. I ain't, I never thought about that one. All right, here's here's a bit of news for you. <laughs> um, Take Two Interactive, who produces the NBA 2K series. Mm-hmm. They have a seven-year, $1.1 billion contract with the NBA. Well, that'll go up next time, too. Yeah. Yeah. 
So what's that? Uh, divided by seven. It's $157 million a year. Please tell me you use a calculator on that. Oh, yeah, no doubt. $157 million. Y'all just y'all just sent me in a depression with this uh these uh this math with all this math. Because so he can look up in the sky and figure it out. I, I look up in the sky. <laughs> I ain't gonna tell you what I what I see. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't numbers. Uh, how many what how many uh NBA players are there? About. 450, 450, 450, 450, 450, 450, 450, 450, 450, It's a NBA players get about is paid by the NBA Players Association. Um 1.1 billion. They sold 125 million copies of NBA 2K. Right. I'm sorry. Uh, uh it's 90 million NBA two, 90 million NBA 2K and 35 million NBA Live. I didn't know they still made NBA Live. No, they don't. They haven't in a while. Mm. So I mean, again, it's it. You know, it's a it's a business decision. I think that for in for EA Sports because they haven't, they also haven't made the game in a long time. So they're not mm-hmm. necessarily sure. You know, you know, Madden is a seller. Obviously, from the numbers you just gave, you know, the NBA Two K is a seller. Mm-hmm. They haven't made this game in a long time. So they 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 really don't know how much is going to sell. So yeah, so maybe after this year or next year, then they could, right. Yeah, maybe, maybe it'll change. Yeah, the kids could capitalize off they of cap, it. Right, exactly. Maybe maybe they'll have a little more leverage or something. But as of mm-hmm. right now, you got six hundred dollars, kid. Go pay a bill. Yeah. So Madden averages one hundred and thirty million copies a year. Mm-hmm. How is that even possible? I didn't know the 130 million gaming systems. Well, that's true because I mean, when you're talking billions of people in the world, but right. <laughs> so that, that ain't really that, that that big. But 130 million, man, they can afford to pay pay them uh, the NFL in the NBA. Like I said, college. If they sell 20 million copies of the college game, that'd be great. But the thing is, did you said it? It's it's mainly just going to be people in the U.S. That want to buy that, and really, uh, other than people like me that like to do the franchise thing, I, the Madden game is just better. So, I don't, I don't know how many they're gonna sell. So, take that, take that six hundred dollars. Yeah, hold on to that six hundred Or, like you said, either either you go take the six hundred dollars, or you don't. If you don't, we're not gonna use <laughs> oh, your name. Yeah, right. we're not gonna use the name, and we'll you're gonna have player, player player fifteen. And right. then when you play against your friends, all them be playing. Well, let me stop. Stop, dude. <laughs> I caught myself. Stop, dude. They'll be stop, playing dude. as themselves. Let me say it like. That. <laughs> all right, so here's my question. I've been waiting to ask the all 
all week. And that's we gonna go. We gonna talk a little bit about NCAA basketball. So in basketball, um, right now the current rule is you have to be one year removed from your graduate. Well, uh, uh, you have graduate uh, nineteen years old and one year removed from your your uh, graduating class to in order to be eligible to play in the NBA. Um, you can either. You can choose to uh, go to college. You can choose to go to the G League. You can choose to go overseas. Um, but you can't go right to the NBA for at least one year. So uh, NBA has been using college, just like the NFL, as their uh, training ground. So with that, you get players that come in every year, the great players, um, they only stay one year, and then they tra- they leave and they go to the NBA. So the question I had for D was: mm. Should the NCAA should the NCAA have a two year mandatory contract for basketball? They have something similar in baseball. You got if, if you can decide to go right to to um, baseball out of high school, uh, but if you go to college, you got to stay there for at least three years. Uh, should the NCAA institute some similar? With basketball, Doran, tell the people what you say. I say no. (laughs) No, they should not. Um, I think that you are restricting them um, from, you know, from their goals. I don't even like the baseball rule. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you if you have the talent and you have the ability, in, the, in the NFL, but you just can't go right to the right to the uh, and go to the NBA, you should not be able to limit me to the G League or going to overseas just because I don't want to play in college. <clears throat> yeah, you shouldn't um, be punishing somebody. Uh, yeah, you know, so no. With, I, I, I think your idea is I think your idea is stupid, and so I don't care. You. I don't care who who you who you claim agrees with you it doesn't make it any less stupid just because somebody yeah, agrees i, I think rob mad because lebron came straight from the, uh from the uh no so here's here's, here's my thing d here's my thing though at, if, if i'm if i'm looking at colleges right um it, it's not beneficial for me to uh do these one and dones it, it's just not because you're coming in uh, and it, it, it only this whole conversation we said this before only relates to the top two percent of the players in, in uh in the in college basketball that's my one percent really um the greatest of the great but that's who we're, we're focused on it is not my um it's not my responsibility to make sure that you get to the NBA it's just not the college, that is not the college's responsibility um the fact that you can come there hone your skills and be able to go to the nba and make that living great but if you decide and you have that right but i don't have to guarantee you no no spot on my college or whatever um if you decide that basketball (laughs) is what you want to do then go pursue your your career in basketball right go do that but if you decide to come to my school you're gonna have to give me two years now what it does is it, it allows trying to make this like trying to make turn this into the basketball reserves. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. It is what it is. 
See what you you're trying to have it both it's ways. Is what it is. No, yeah. not, you're trying to have it both ways. I agree it. with D on this one. Because no, I mean, how much money? How much money are you gonna make off this guy in two years? Both ways. Am I trying to have it? Yeah. You, how how you much money are you gonna make off this top? You want them to have the right to go make their to to do their thing in the NBA, which is fine. But that doesn't mean that you got the right to come to my school, right? If that's if you want to go play basketball. If you want to go play basketball, absolutely no sense. It makes perfect sense. You listen. If you want to go play basketball, makes no sense. Go play basketball, but you don't have you. If you want to come to the school, then you come to the school. You are gonna commit to me for two years. But he bring it. If if he's if he's the number one, then don't come. One percent guy. But he's gonna bring money to your school for that one year, right? But I can get other players to do the same thing. Oh, what other players? Who who you gonna get if that's the number one player in the country? The other players that want to come to play basketball. If he's like number one player in the country, listen. If he's the number one player in the country, go go ahead and go make your money. So you, so you say you wouldn't take you wouldn't take Le, you would take LeBron for one year? No nope. university. No. Nope. I mean, but I'm biased because I hate LeBron. What's the next topic? <laughs> we gonna mute you. We gonna mute you. We don't want to hear nothing else you got to say for the rest of the night. <laughs> I'm biased because I hate LeBron. So we talk. What about uh, Kate, uh, Kevin Garnett, and uh, who else was it that came out? All right, so Some so uh, let, let's talk about um, Wimby Yama, right? If Wimby had decided, he already knew at that time. He he knew that he wanted to play in the NBA, right? Mm-hmm. When he was 18, he already knew that. So he he stayed. He could have gone to college, but he just said he stayed and played where he was. Got that one year in because that's the rule that the NBA has. That's the mm-hmm. NBA's rule. So y'all don't have a problem with the NBA saying you oh, yeah, go to I, the I got a problem, problem with the NBA. But why? Yeah. That's their rule. If that's their rule, <laughs> that's their rule. That don't mean, just that means we gotta like it. I can't have a problem with it. <laughs> if that's their so you got other options again. If that's my rule, that's my rule. You have other options. To go it don't make it right just because that's their rule. Mm-hmm. It don't make it wrong either. Yes, it does. It can be it wrong does. and still be a rule. It doesn't make it. That, if that's the rule that they have, that they've agreed to, that does not make it wrong. Who, who agreed the, the, to The kids didn't agree to the it. Players, the players in the league decided that's what they wanted to do. Okay. Because they, that don't make it right. It don't make it wrong either. Yeah, yes, the it does. league already. No, listen, it can if be wrong agree, and still be a rule. It can be wrong agreed to this. Just because it's a rule, it, don't make it right. If they agreed to it, that's what they want to do. <laughs> it just made a bunch of stupid people agreeing to do the same dumb shit. Bruh, don't you don't right. have a listen, D. You don't have a right to go play in the NBA. That is not your right. The only reason they want you is because you have the skills to do it. But that's not your right. It's, the, it's just not. It's not guaranteed that hey, I'm the best player in the league, best player in the country. I'm going to the NBA. They should. They should put me in there. That ain't your right. They allow you to come in there. So don't come. To, don't, don't come to this. Uh, it ain't right. It, it's wrong. No, it's not. That's their rule. That's what you gotta follow. They don't have a problem following that rule. They follow that rule. But see, I ain't going to ride you. <laughs> right. I ain't going to ride nor the Knicks. <laughs> Ryan no. University. Because Ryan no, got listen, the rules. Listen, again, getting back to the, the serious part of the, of the conversation, it would make college basketball better 
because now you you committed to playing this in this in my basketball in the college basketball for at least two years, right? It'll also allow the other players, not the not the one percent. I'm talking about the other ninety nine. It'll give them two guaranteed years on a scholarship. Right now they have one. They only have one guaranteed year, so they will give them two guaranteed years on scholarship. And if they perform, they get those. But again, you're only affecting the top players. Those other players that you're talking about, go come, they're going to stay for two to three, four years anyway. anyway. But they get guaranteed contracts now. They're going to get they get two years guaranteed to school. Right now, they don't have that. They didn't. They didn't need it, right? Because they even if, even when they had the the one year renewable contracts, uh, one year renewable scholarships, they were still staying for the four years. So the only, the only the only people that your rule discriminates against are the best players. But it doesn't discriminate against them. They have the right. If, if, if you have a rule that if you, any rule that disproportionately affects one particular group of people is discriminatory. D. That's that's the whole definition of discrimination. But discriminatory. But <laughs> you know, you do not have that definition D. of discrimination, right? Where, where in the constitution? Listen, where in the constitution does it say you have the right to go play college basketball? It does not. This has nothing to do with the constitution. That is not your right. You don't have a right to go play college basketball. To do with the constitution. So why are you trying to bring the constitution into it? No, <laughs> you're talking about it's discriminatory. It is not. If that's the rule, the, the that's word the discrimination rule. ain't in the Constitution either. So what are you talking about? I, I missed it because he was yelling. Your, your, your voice. You because <laughs> the word discrimination ain't in the Constitution either. So what are you talking about? No, you, you're the one that said discriminate. I know, and you start talking about the Constitution. And what I'm telling you is, what I'm saying has nothing to do with the I'm Constitution. I'm not talking literally. I'm, shut up, boy. You know what I'm talking about. No, I don't. You the, the one that brought this up. You the one who brought up the Constitution. You listen, brought up the Constitution. Listen, you, my point is. I've been listening. You have it gets dumber listen, and dumber the more I listen. Listen, listen, listen. Just because you... Do all this. Don't make your point right. You do not have a right to go to play in the NCAA. That is not your right. That is not your right. If if, if uh, the rule is you got two, you don't have, they don't, there's no problem with baseball. There's no problem with football. Why I, yes, is there an issue with basketball? It is a problem. I have, I have, a big, I, the, I have yeah. an issue with it in baseball. You have a problem with it. Yes. The players don't have and, the and, players. And football, football is a safety issue. The players, mm-hmm. no, it's not. Football Bruh. is because so, so you're going to let your listen. 18-year-old go play with Ray Lewis. Listen, <laughs> listen. The reason, the reason they don't allow it, the, the man, it's 200 and your nephew is, what, 280 pounds? And, and he's going to play 18. He ain't playing against Ray Lewis. But them my grown, point is, there are grown men listen, playing football. The point is, the point is, you have you have players that are just as big as these uh, NFL players, but they don't allow them to go to the NFL. Why? Because the NFL does not want to take the uh, the players that don't have the experience. But the NBA, y'all forcing these players that don't have the experience that to go into the NBA. 
Just because no, I'm not forced in high school, I didn't force anybody to go to the NBA. What I said is, is that <laughs> if they have the skills to be able to go, they should be able they to play. Be able to make that determination. Yeah. But you don't have that problem with football. And not be restricted. No, I don't. But you don't have a problem with football. I see, it, I see it as a safety issue in football. I don't see it as a safety issue in basketball. And I don't well, agree, with, there, it, I don't agree with it in college baseball either. If you got a if you got a 225 running back Bruh, in high school, like I said, my my, my, nep- my nephew Brandon, hopefully he'll come on and talk about this, is 6'4, 6'5, 280 pounds at exactly. seven. I still ain't sending him in the league to play against Chris Bosa. <laughs> but you're gonna send him to if you send him to college, you got players in college that they're should all, be in the league they're, already. They're all, they're all developing together. Around the same at the round, yeah, same round and they are, and they are it, there's a big difference so in the NFL players listen. and in these college players and in these high school players. It's what a is big the difference? difference. Listen, what is the difference when you putting a 18-year-old 200 pound string being in the NBA going against these bigger players in the NBA? There's no difference. Some of them become all-stars like Kevin Garnett. That's mm-hmm. one example. Because no, it's a it's a bunch of them. That's shit whole green, like you just basketball, said. Yeah. Basketball is a totally different game. It's a non-contact sport. Even, even if you look at, even if you say basketball is a contact sport, football mm-hmm. is a collision sport. Mm-hmm. But the they, point, they're, they're two, to, they're two point, totally dude. different games. They're there two completely different games. Point. The point is the same. You're allowing 18-year-olds to go play against 25, 30-year-olds. No, it's a totally different game. It's the same principle. No, it's not. It's a yes, totally it different game. It's not the same you, principle. It doesn't matter. You're still yes, allowing 18-year-olds. So, I just said that the whole problem Listen. with this is that it's about, in football, I said it's a safety issue. In basketball, it's not a safety issue. So, yes, it's a completely different concept. Yes, it is. No, you're just mm. all you're talking about is age. It's a totally different concept. It's so when you start talking about the difference between an 18 year old playing professional <laughs> football and an 18 year old playing professional basketball, it's something totally different. No, it's it's the same. It's the same thing, bro. You're putting an underdeveloped player into the league. That's what you're doing. And the NBA, but there, there's exceptions though, right? Look at LeBron. LeBron was built like he was 35 years old when he was in college. Right. He had a he had a beard and mustache and everything. In elementary. Oh. There will be exceptions. Maurice, Car- uh, what's his name? Maurice, um, Claret. Claret. Claret was yeah. was good enough to go to the NFL, but they wouldn't allow it. Why? Because that's the NFL rule. It had nothing to do with his safety. That boy was bigger than most of the players in the NFL. No, he was not. Do you look, look at how big Maurice Claret was? Maurice Claret about five nine, but he was like two twenty. <laughs> oh, I, I gotta find it. There you go. Uh, here we go. Maurice Claret. He's two thirty. She's six foot two thirty. Maurice Claret is not no six foot two thirty. Bro, that's what he it says six foot two thirty. Right. And and AI 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 was six one one eighty. The point is he was good enough. <laughs> no, again, you you trying to make your point, and your point is wrong. 
<laughs> your point is wrong. Getting to the question, <laughs> your point is wrong. You can again. You try. You try to separate. It, the rule is the rule. If that's the rule, then that's what they have to live by. I'm not restricting you from making your money. You can go make a living, but you're just not gonna do it here in the. Right. In, so, in, so, in so, so, so you're not gonna. You're not gonna. It's not restricting. But you can no. do it this way, but you can't do it that way. That is the definition of restriction. D, listen. You're not I've listening, been listening, man. I've you're been listening. listening. And you're no, making you're not. less sense the you more you talk about this. Again, this does not make your point right. And neither, right does, neither does all the stuff that you're doing either make listen. your point right. Listen. Listen, mm -hmm. bro. There is no restriction. This is the rule. How is, how is that oh, not wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. I got <laughs> a, if you have an 18-year-old, if you got an 18-year-old uh that with a six a 5.0 grade point average that is a genius in computers, right? That's a genius in the computer. But the, the, the guidelines for this job at Google says you gotta have a, a master's degree. Even though he can do the work, he does not have the qualifications to do that job. Am I not right? So you restricted him from making that money because he didn't have his degree. Am I not right? <laughs> it, that's the definition that you gave for restriction, right? Those are the guidelines that they have for that job. If two-year contract is the guideline that I have for you to play college basketball, that I am not restricting you from making your, from making a living. You don't have the right to come to my college and play unless you sign this contract. So now, is it if you may not agree with it? That that's we that's know that. my whole point all along. Listen, I don't agree. You're not listening. So no matter no matter what points you try to make, I don't agree. You said that does not make thing. you right. That's the whole and I'm thing. telling you that that's a bad rule. And I'm saying that just because it's a rule doesn't make it right. It's, it's a, a rule. Bad, you're oh, right. It's bad rule in your eyes. The rule, and I told you why I disagree with the rule. It's bad in your eyes. But see, that's the thing. You keep talking about it's, it's the rule. It's dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb. It's your stupid idea. No, it's not. That's your opinion. My opinion is it would make college basketball a whole lot okay. better. Okay, dude. Mm -hmm. Let's break the tie. <laughs> dude's already said he, he wants he want the college players. He wants to come to college. Exactly. Yeah. No, he didn't. No, that is not what he said. You're lying. He, now you got to hear lying. Because dude said <laughs> That is, that, that is not what they're saying. That is not what they're saying. I'm the player. She better make that determination. <laughs> he agreed with you. That's my point. He agreed yeah. with you. So the player should be able to make that determination if, if, if they're good enough to go. But he want to say, uh, and, and the thing is, is his excuse is, oh, well, if you don't want to play in college, you can go ahead and you can do whatever you, you can. want. But you can't do, do it now, D. If they don't want to go to the NBA, you can't do this. You can do this, you can do this, but you can't do this. So you hold on, hold on, hold on. Right now, they're doing the exact same thing by going to the G League and going playing overseas. They mm -hmm. that's what they choose to do because that's an option for them. If you want to come play college, for them to say we got a two, you got to play here for two years. Those those kids that think they're one and done will not go to go to the schools. They're gonna go the, the route of the G League or go overseas and make their money. You don't have a right to come to my school. That's that's the point that you you want to make you okay. want to give them so, all so, the privileges. So, so, so now what you're doing basically is is the whole thing that you're trying to avoid is exactly what's about to happen. 
you, you're trying to make it, as we said, it only affects the top one, two. It only affects the top players. Okay. So now if the top players aren't going to come to college, period, because what does that do to the game? Years, then, then the game that you're trying to improve by it's getting the stars to play no. ain't going to happen. The game is gonna be it's gonna be a whole lot better because now you have continuity within your team because you got these players for at least two years. You don't think with you Bill, don't think with, it, with it would Bill be better if they had the best players? A whole lot better. You say what, dudes? But, but but what about them not having the best possible players? But again, if you have you the best possible players, talking, the sport would be better. You're only when you look at it, it's only. A I mean, you can you can have you can have some that. you can have a, a bunch of players on a team for. Three or four years that suck. That don't mean that's gonna make the product better. I mean, you Again, want the best players talking, you possibly can get. You're only talking about you're only talking about a few players each year, maybe ten players a year. Those ten players are not gonna make or break college basketball. And the the uh and again the, the whole thing is they know they're only gonna be there for a year. So why even why even take the time out to because you're not coming to class the second semester in the first place. You only oh, yeah. you gonna take some, you gonna take that. some you gonna take some some BS classes the first semester. You're not coming to class the second the semester. Underwater so basket weaving. What is the point? That's what I'm saying. So if you eliminate that altogether, so now you're not you don't have this sham student there. Uh, they can go make their money elsewhere. But the school is gonna profit off those people, right? And, and, and if, the if, if they're special guys, so, the so school still gonna make the same amount of money whether they got the player there or not. What's gonna force them to go to class? Now, what's going to force it? Are you going to put in their contract that they have to go to so many classes and that they have to have a certain GPA? Well, you know that's in the scholarship kind of anyway. That's in the scholarship anyway. Exactly. So it's so it's not it's not making a difference. Yeah, it is because now you you can't just they do it. You, they were sham students for now. You want them to be sham students for two years instead of just but one. D, D, they have to go to in order for you to, to remain eligible. You got to go to class some two years. And they still gonna be taking underwater basket weaving one, and then they gonna take underwater basket. No, that, that, now that's, that's, a, that's a that's a a, a, two, a huge right, two, two You know years, that two years is two years essentially is junior college. Okay. So that ain't nothing but a bunch of introductory courses. So that means that they can be sham students for two years instead of being sham students for one. Again, you're, making, you're, making, you're trying to make it seem as if all of a sudden your two-year commitment is going to turn them into serious students. No, that it's not. <laughs> that ain't what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. Again, that's you, part of you, your argument. No, you talking. You talking like I just told dudes. You talking it's ten years. You it's talking ten years at the most. No, I said that's what they're doing now, and and they're not going to keep doing that. Why wouldn't they keep it's doing it? D. It's only them those people that that know they only one and done. Don't you only talking ten players at the most? After you get out of the you get out of the lottery, ain't nothing guaranteed. So there, you got to keep your eligibility up. You got to go to class. You, well, see what I'm saying. Those players, those players we talking about, they're so good. I mean, imagine how much money they'll generate for that university in just that one season. Which is it's why, which is why which you don't is want why that money. Agree to the one the, and done. Listen. Listen, yeah. they're going to make the same amount of money whether they got uh, LeBron James at that school or not. They're going to make the same amount of money. Then now, why, then why are you caring about making the, the game better then? <laughs> if they're going to make the same amount of money? 
Because why, we, game why, be better. why are we arguing about why having a two-year contract is going to make the game better when, as you just got finished saying, they're going to make the same amount of money whether LeBron is there or not? <laughs> I want the game to be better. That's the whole point. Mm. So now that I won that argument, we're going to move on to the next thing. We're going to move on to the next thing. Can the Chiefs, Chiefs three-peat? <laughs> <laughs> Let's Let's go to a whole a whole other this, sport. This is the same yeah. argument me and him had for about 45 minutes earlier this week. Well, we should be able to get this one right since we got the Super Bowl prediction right. We got that correct. All right, so the uh our NFL topic. Can or will the Chiefs can they, yeah. Will they three peat? That should be the better question. I need to I need to change that to that. Will they three P? <laughs> Doran, answer the question. Oh, oh, I thought, oh, well, can I mean can and will are two different things as exactly. and you should change the change the uh the question. I did um see look at the screen. Yeah, no, I saw it. I saw you change it. Um uh, I mean, you know, can, I mean, you know, yeah, they can. Will they is, is a whole different story. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think I, I just kind of got to go back with, with, with my Super Bowl prediction, man. You can't, you just can't bet against my homes, man. You can't bet against my homie. It's, it's all about my homie. That's, that's all I can say. My homes and my auto. Uh, Again, I because of what I don't want to say is no, and then they go in three p because uh-huh. <laughs> of my homes. So I'm just gonna say yeah, man, because that dude is he's he's something to behold. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. All right, D Dub, <laughs> what you say? Um, like D said, you know, it's kind of hard to bet against my homes, but then at the same time. You know, we are talking about football and, you know, the, the chances of, you know, somebody getting, you know, one of the key players getting injured. Right. You know, in a long run like this. Right. You know, it's, it's likely. It is likely. So, I am I'm I mean, like we said, the can, you know, barring injuries, of course they can. But, um, I mean, just looking at the odds, you know, it, it requires, you know, it requires for you to be lucky, you know, the, the franchise to be lucky as well. So, right. I don't know. Just the law of law of averages. I, I I don't think they, I don't think they're gonna do it this year. I mean, it's kind of hard to remain healthy for you know three straight years. So, my but response. I, but I think do that. But that is. It ain't your turn. It ain't your turn. It ain't your turn. You're quite high style. <laughs> right. I got a right to be Go high ahead. style, man. Go persecuted go ahead <laughs> but 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 dudes i think that 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 kind of says that Mahomes that they're gonna have a key injury like to mahomes or my auto you know what i'm saying like to, to uh, kelsey. Or to kelsey i, mm-hmm. I think that, i think if you keep if they stay up right i i don't know and i guess maybe chris jones mm-hmm. uh I, I don't know i think i i think that he he's shown that he can do this as long as he got Kelsey. Mm-hmm. 
Because he was kind of injured. Uh, what was it not this past season, the season before, right? Didn't he have an yeah, ankle injury or something? A little bit. You know, not, yeah, nothing yes. major. Yeah. So, so all right, right. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, not to you, you allowed me to see if you're gonna get this one right. Right. Uh uh can they? Yeah, of course, it is possible. Um it, it is always I go back to uh what dudes you say, uh the heart of a champion. It is is until you beat the Chiefs, <laughs> until you, you flat out beat them, you gotta go. You got to go with Mahomes, um, but I, I'm gonna put a caveat there. If they don't sign Chris Jones, <laughs> if they let if they let Chris Jones get out the door, they're not gonna win. But with Chris Jones, with it's Jones, your, Chris Jones is a free agent. I thought they I thought they just signed him. Nope, he signed one. He signed for one year last year. He came in. You know, he remember he missed that first game and he lost to the Lions. Um. He signed just a uh, one-year contract last year. Oh, I didn't they know can, one year. Okay. They can try to uh, – they'll try to um, franchise him, but if they franchise him, it's going to wipe out their team. Every They ain't going to be able to do nothing if they franchise him. Wait a minute, so, Rod. Now, you do know that the, the Chiefs and the Cowboys can't both win the Super Bowl. Uh, We're going to split the trophy this year. <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah. Um, man, I, I just just talking re- realistically, man. Uh, until until my Cowboys do something with Dak, uh, his contract, and um, the defense actually comes to play versus talking all the time. It, Mahomes, them they they showed it. They did it. They went through Buffalo. Who they who they beat first? They beat Miami first. Then they beat Buffalo. Then they beat the um. Uh, Ravens, and then they beat the 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 49ers. So they, I mean, they had a and all the the last three games were on the road. <laughs> so, um, well, shoot, if you count the Super Bowl, they, <laughs> which they said they'd never done before, went went on the road. But um, if they got Kelsey, Mahomes, and uh, Jones, I I don't see I don't see what I can't I can't go against them. Now I'm probably wrong. But yeah. I, as you are with I, most other things, I, I just can't. I just can't get. I just can't go against him. Shut up. I, I gotta. <laughs> I don't know. If, I hope I ain't put that on the screen. <laughs> oh, I hope that figure didn't come up on the screen. <laughs> so our predictions are probably gonna go wrong. So we had two four and one against. So you know, at least one of us gonna win. Yeah. Uh now the story that will will not go away, which we fussed mm. about all year, and uh, I'm no, I'm being proven right again. You about all year, <laughs> and I'm I'm being proven right again. Mm. Uh, but this week, <laughs> and it's funny, it's funny how the times have changed and where now, whenever you do anything, everything has to be on social media, uh, mm. and people start. Like LeBron with the with the emojis before trade deadline, um, so now it's with Justin Fields. Justin Fields has unfollowed the Bears on yeah. social media. He's no longer following the Bears, and but you know, everybody was all about. Say again. I said he explained why though. Yeah, I was say everybody was all up in arms 
about him doing that. But he did explain it. Did he tell the people what he, what he what he said? Well, basically, he was saying that he <laughs> he was like he just got tired of reading about him being traded, about how uh, they were going to get rid of him and and uh, and use the use the pick to you know get Williamson out of uh, out of USC. He said he just kind of got tired of the noise, so mm-hmm. he was just tuning it out. So, you know, I get that because, again, he's been, the, you know, in all seriousness, uh, you know, when you say that, you know, this is something we've been talking about or we've been, you know, arguing about all year, they've been saying this all year long. Mm-hmm. So he like, damn, the season over and y'all still talking about the same thing. So he just like, you know, I'm just tired of it. I just want to remove myself of it until they make a decision. Once everything is over, then, you know, I'll start, you know, I'll get back into this. Because he said he also stopped, uh, it wasn't just uh, the Bears, he also stopped looking at Instagram, I think, or something else. It was something, well, he, 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 uh, he unfollowed the NFL. Yeah, the um, NFL, I'm sorry. Because he said, you know, every time you look at his timeline, everything was popping up NFL. And everybody was talking about him being traded, this, that, and the other. Um, but his, his, his whole point was, look, it's not. It's out of his control. Uh, it's up to the Bears. He just wished they would uh, decide sooner rather than later. And you know, he did it in such a classy way, man. I was really impressed the way he did it, uh, the way he explained it or whatever, because he could have mm-hmm. been, you know, he could have been uh, bitter about it, uh, you know, fussed about it, and um, this, that, and the other. But you know, he he took the high road and was like, you know, he he wanted to stay in Chicago. He loved the city. Um, he know he sees the team going, you know, in good directions, but you know, they is their choice to make, <laughs> basically. Uh now we can go to the <laughs> is it the right thing to do? Um, <laughs> uh, which is has been talked about as nauseum by us. Um, but whether it's right or wrong, I do think they need to uh because. Right now, it's not fair to him because they just got this brother in limbo. Um, mm-hmm. And all he's ever done, he's represented, the, as much as I fuss about him, he's represented the Bears very well all the time he's been there. He's never complained about not having an offensive line. He's never complained about getting hurt because he doesn't have an offensive line or no receivers to throw to. He's never said anything. You know, I don't know what he says behind closed doors, but publicly, he, he hasn't said anything about the, the coaches the players are, are nothing. So, uh, like I said, he was a good ambassador for the Bears. And they deserve to you know, treat the brother right. Treat the brother right. They already know what they're going to do. The Bears know exactly what they're going to do, whether they're going to keep the pick or if they're going to uh, trade him. They, they know exactly what they're going to do. So mm-hmm. to keep him out there in limbo like that, you know, they, he deserves better. No, I agree. So um, now the the funny thing is the over under is they'll make a decision by next Thursday because that's the end of end of um, uh, the combine. They say they're gonna have they're gonna have a decision by the end of the they're gonna uh, trade him during the during the combine. Mm. But we'll see, we'll see. That's one of the things that the MLB needs. Again, even though it's is you know. You may not like it. He may not like it. 
the fact that people are talking about the talking about it is putting the NFL still on the front page. That's the, the lead story for every sports center, NFL. Um, except yesterday when the NCAA was the lead story because uh, NCAA football playoff format, they decided on uh, how how they're going to do it. Um, up until the fall of <laughs> the Pac-12 down to the Pac-2, um, it was going to be uh, six guaranteed spots and six at-large bursts for the 12-player, the 12-team playoffs. Now it's going to be five and seven. Five guaranteed spots, seven at-large bids. Um, but what they do not have is a limit on the number of teams you can pick for one, one conference, which bodes well for the Big Ten and the uh, SEC. Um and uh, again, you got the you got the five guaranteed winners or uh, participants, and that's the five champions, the five champions from the five, the Power Five conferences. But the Big Ten and the SEC <coughs> threw a little curveball yesterday with this. They agreed to do the the the, the five seven playoffs, but they left a caveat saying if they decide not to do their plan and what their plan is D <laughs> they're going to have uh, the sec in the, the big 10 have uh, five regular season games uh, in conference. And then, Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, seven conference games and five games against the sec. So you have like Illinois playing against Arkansas or uh, Michigan playing against um, Florida, you know, during the regular season, uh, and then have the winner of the SEC play the winner of the Big Ten in like a Super Bowl, and you know, uh, promote the sucker like the Super Bowl. So, what's your thoughts on that one? On that plan? Um, if I can quote men on film, hated it. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I think it shows the arrogance of the SEC and the Big Ten, you know, and, you know, even coming from, you know, the Big Ten, you know, being the U, U of I graduate, um, it really shows the arrogance that, that they think that, that college football essentially revolves around them. Um, but it does. I, I I don't I don't think that I don't think that college football revolves around them. I think that again, when you start talking about the media, that's that's who the media pumps up. Um I so but but the idea that and and again it doesn't necessarily mean that they're wrong in the sense that if they do this Super Bowl thing that people aren't gonna watch. You know, people are still going to watch because people think that, you know, the Big Ten and the SEC, you know, are the best conferences out there and all of this kind of stuff. Uh, but no, I think um, I think I think if, we, if you're going to have a system that's a playoff system, then everybody needs to participate. And if you all are as if the SEC and the Big Ten are as big as, and bad as y'all say y'all are, then y'all should have no trouble winning one of you are winning this uh, 12-team tournament anyway. 
So just play the games and shut up. But to, the thing about it, it's not even about it. Well, you know what it's all about, man. It's, all, it's about the money. Because well, yeah. when you look at it, if the, if the Big Ten and the SEC decide not to be in this playoff, then there's no playoff. Because you're not going to – the TV networks or internet network, whoever you decide to, to um, show these games with, because right now they haven't decided how, uh, how they're going to uh, show the games. Uh, that's that's something to come come later. But whoever you decide, you're not going to get nearly as much money with a playoff that doesn't include the Big Ten and the SEC, right? Because you got ACC, the Big Twelve, um, and I don't even know who the fifth who's the fifth conference. Uh, you got the ACC, the Big Twelve, the Big the Big Twenty Four, Midwest Conference. Uh, and uh um the one out west um what is it called uh oh man Hold on. i can't think of that name of uh power five five conferences um acc big 10 big 12 uh it's not the pac 12 because they're not they're not there anymore. Uh, who's the other conference? It's not the Mountain West, is it? Mountain West. Is it? They got the Mountain West in it? Hold up. Uh, five guaranteed conferences in NCAA football. Playoff. Golden State. Golden State beating the Lakers by 12. Are they whooping them? Yeah, it's a uh, oh okay. Third. So it's the SEC, the Big Ten, the Big 12, and the ACC. They are guaranteed four of the spots. The fifth spot goes to the highest ranked group of five conference champions. So there's no so you're saying the Mountain West is not part of this. It's not, they're not. They're not guaranteed a spot, but they're sure. in. A, they're in a uh, group of five. Uh, so, group of five conferences. Uh, the group of five conferences are. Where are we at? There we go. Well, I mean, the group of five. You know, that's when you start getting into the, the Southland and. Uh, yeah. So it's probably gonna be the the Mountain West, um, the the MAC, the All American Conference, um, um, well, there is no Southwest Conference anymore. That's now the um, or the other, but anyway, yeah, yeah. So, um. But yeah, it's 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 about the money thing. So, as a a network, I'll I'll give the money to the Big Ten, the Big Twelve. I'm sorry, the Big Ten and the SEC to have their championship. And what it's going to do is, uh, it's going to make those the SEC and, and well, not make them, but what it's going to do is the other teams like the ACC will probably merge with the SEC. 
and the Big 12 will probably merge with the Big 10. So, uh, so and then now 20 team conferences, 22 team yeah. conferences. Yep. But then what you're going to, I mean, that's what, that's what it's headed, to, it's headed for anyway. <laughs> you're going to have two 2014 conferences. And then the other teams, mm-hmm. those other, the nine, as they call them, the, the, uh, the group of five teams, whatever, they're going to be left out along with Notre Dame. Notre Dame is going to get left out unless they decide they're going to go ahead and join these, these conferences. Quote, quote Charles Barkley, that's terrible. That's terrible. Well, I mean, and, and again, at the end of the day, it's all about the money, man. Well, I, I think the thing is, well, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I can't, I can't disagree. I can't disagree with you. Uh, in, in any way, shape, or form, is it's all about the money. But again, it's it's hypocrisy because it these hypocrisy. same folks that want to talk about the team concept and want to talk about being student athletes and. And all of this kind of stuff, but everything, everything it is that that the powers that be do is obviously about the money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's but, the they line. but they don't want anybody else to be about the money. Mm-hmm. Certainly not the players. Exactly. Oh, definitely not the players. Definitely not the players. So now the question is, will it work? D just expressed his way. He, he doesn't think it works. I don't think it works either. Um, mainly because. Now, uh, you're eliminating. If you got 48 teams in the SEC and the AC, in the Big Ten, and what did he say it was 115 teams? Mm-hmm. So you're eliminating, you know, 60 percent of the teams from contention, which they're for the most part they're not even contention anyway. They're, they're not they're, even close. <laughs> yeah, they're not even in contention anyway for the national championship. Um, what you will get is better games. Because now, you know, you're not going to be able to play uh, Southwest Missouri State University um, like you used to. You're going to have to actually play one of these power, uh, mm-hmm. these 48 teams. So it, it will make for, for better college football games. But, uh, you know, not in order in order for that to, to work, not you know, instead of you playing 12 games, you probably have to play 14 games, which is pretty much the NFL season. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be it's it's a it's a hard sell, but the the Big Ten and the ACC they I mean the Big Ten and the uh, SEC they hold all the cards. They hold all the cards. So basically, the N, the NCAA has to kiss their butts and, and and get them in line and say, hey, look, let's just do this. Let's just try it out. <laughs> let me, let me show you what we can do. So. That was announced this week. Uh, another thing that just got announced yesterday, Angel Reese, um, the LSU's uh, star. Is she the power forward or is she the center? Power forward. Uh, I think she plays a five, doesn't she? I thought she played a five. five. Whatever. She, she's their, their star player. Um, her nickname is Bayou, uh, Bayou ba- Barbie. That's hard <laughs> to say real quick. <laughs> Especially for you. <laughs> at this, sleeping, at this ungodly hour, I'm sleeping. But <laughs> at this ungodly Angel, hour, she actually applied for um, uh, trademark trademark for the name Bayou Barbie, and to no one's surprise, <laughs> she was denied because Mattel ain't the, uh, not gonna let 
nobody had a name Barbie. I don't even know if they allow Barbie to put put on people bar, bar, birth certificates. <laughs> they probably right. sue you for, for, for naming your kid Barbie. Mm. Uh, but she was denied. Um, which is just a little, little funny little tidbit. All right. That's all we got for that. Because we don't have no other NCAA news. We talked about that earlier. Um, now to our last and final question. And it's just a question to make you think. And that is, who would win between the Fab Five and the Running Rebels? That's running. I'm Switzerland. I can't take sides against both my boys. Between, oh, between LJ and Anderson Hunt and uh, Jalen and Jalen and Jimmy, uh, I, I refuse to take sides. So, you know, I want to let them know the next time we see them that I, we didn't take sides of this argument. Um, <laughs> well, but let me let me just say that if I, if I had to choose anyone, it would be UNLV because I hate Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> what say you dudes? Well, um, well, first, I like to start with, you know, we love both teams, you know, both of us love, you know, both of those squads. But uh, I would definitely go with UNLV. You know, I was I was a diehard UNLV fan. You know, back then, remember we y'all forgot we hit, used to have a running rail shirt when we bought those shirts, mm-hmm. the uh, jerseys, and we go play up at uh, O'Fallon or whatever. Yep. So yeah, I, I was I was a big Greg Anthony and Anderson Hunt fan, and uh, you know, LJ LJ was the man. LJ is the man. Stacey Augman, Moses Curry. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I, I loved Greg Anthony. I always tell you he went to the Knicks, and you know I didn't like him anymore. But <laughs> it is what it is. It is. But what yeah, it is. but uh, you know, uh, C. Webb was a beast. You know, I said that earlier, man. He was a beast. Uh, you know, well, Jalen was. Jalen was cold. Jawan was. Oh yeah, Jawan was cold too. Then you had uh, Ray and uh, Chris. And Jimmy Kitty uh, did yeah. the jump shot. Oh yeah. Dang. But um, yeah. You on LV for sure. Uh, uh, I'm I'm like uh, Dave Chappelle. One two three four five. One two three four feet. One two three four feet. <laughs> I'm feeling <the> fit. Because <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I can't. LJ is my boy, man. LJ is my boy. Um, then he went to the next two. Oh boy. And then he went to the next two. That, that's my boy, man. Plus, like you said, we was running Rails fans. However, if if forced to select, and you in, are, in and I am, um, I I gotta go Fab Five, man, because what they Cause, just because you they live too big, man, <laughs> and you don't want nobody coming looking for you. Yeah, you gotta walk up down the street, bruh. The, the Fab Five is just too big. Everybody was over six five, <laughs> so everybody. So and and if you look at it, when I was looking at it, you had Jalen Rose six seven at the point, mm-hmm. but Stacy Ogman would try to guard him because Greg Anthony couldn't. Um, mm-hmm. you got uh Jimmy King six five, uh, um, uh Jackson, Ray, what's that? Um, Ray Jackson six five. Ray Jackson, Six mm-hmm. five, 
you had, and then you get to the bigs, man. You got 6'10", Jawan Howard, and 6'10", Chris Webb. Man, bro. But big ain't always better. Big, but in this case, I, I think so. I, I think so, man. So I, I would I would link now the only the only thing that's giving me reservation is the fact that the Rebs won <laughs> and Fab Five didn't. Hmm. So but in hmm. one game, one game, you know what? No. I think I take that back. <laughs> I take that back. Because look at him, D. He's he's waffling. He's flip flopping. He's gonna be the coaches. And I, I think I, I I trust Tarkanian a little bit more the than shark. Uh, Fish Shark. Then Fisher, who was the interim coach? <laughs> who was the interim coach? Mm-hmm. So, um, and you see what that did because he he didn't tell Chris Webber they didn't have timeouts. Hmm. So, yeah, we might have to go with Tark. So I might have changed my whole my whole strategy. They might the the five might have a uh, a little bit more talent, but the Rails won. <laughs> you did all of that just to change your mind, just to come right back. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I, I told you. I'm like Switzerland. I'm like Switzerland. No, Dorian said he was Switzerland. Right. Don't be. Don't be. Right. Don't be trying to take my. Country. You're another I'm, country. I'm like Dave Chappelle. You're you're a different country. Right. You're Chappelle. <laughs> Fam. <laughs> you, you a whole different country. You a different country. <laughs> I'm just different. I'm just different. Look at here, fellas. It's getting late. I'm so tired. We can talk about a whole lot of stuff today. Uh, it's great to be back on the air. Uh, I enjoy uh, talking sports with my boys. We back. As always. What are we doing this um, weekend? We are going to Indianapolis this weekend. Matter of fact, we might even go live for a couple of minutes this weekend from Indy, uh, going to see the Pacers against the uh, the Mavs. So we might be out a little extra, little something for a couple minutes. You know, just show y'all. Uh, mm-hmm. We we can interview our, the rest of our boys. First time, in, zone. first time in uh, man, when was the last time we was together? My way, all of us. Yeah, Doris wedding. That was it one. Yeah. And when year was that? 2015? Was that eight years ago, D? 16. 2016. Eight years ago? Yeah. Ooh. Woo. That's a lot. Y'all got y'all yeah. got old in that time, boy. <laughs> Same time. Woo! <laughs> y'all done got old in that time frame, man. Didi got got round. <laughs> I can say that now because you outweigh me by a lot. Do you know outweigh him, man? That is such a lie. Man, you outweigh me by a lot. I do not outweigh you by no lot. Hey, challenge. We gonna we bringing the scale on this hey, weekend. We breaking we break the scales out and the tape measure. How much luggage you trying to have? You talking about you talking about bringing bringing scales? Anyway, we, have to have to, we we gonna have a tape measure too. But nah, that, don't sound, that don't sound right. That don't sound right. <laughs> I take that one back. <laughs> I, I take that back. What's your password, dude? Take that back. Wait, Edit that out. 
I was the one that said tape, bring a tape measure for you. Said it first. Yeah, you said it first. But dude <laughs> thought about it. I wouldn't even think about it. <laughs> That didn't even cross uh, I corrected my mind. it, but I corrected it though. That didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> Listen, y'all, and we bragging. We, we bringing a tape measure. Spencer, Spencer Dinwiddie looked like Dr. J. Uh, uh, uh. Mm-hmm. All right. Listen, man. Be quiet. Be quiet. Uh, yeah, we, we it's, been, it's been wonderful. It's been great. Um, we want to thank each and every one of you for joining us tonight. Well, today, whatever time you're watching it, for joining us, period. Um, and if you haven't done it already, go ahead and press that like button, press that subscribe button, press that follow button, send dues the money. Uh, and we hope you like what we had to say. Everybody always sending dues money. <laughs> we, hope what you like. we hope that you like what we had to say. I'm going to put it in church. <laughs> And fellas, guess what? We out. Don't blame it on sunshine. Don't blame it on moonlight. Don't blame it on good times. Don't blame it on the boogie.